This is your spiritual podcast station bringing you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. This is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. We are live right now in the 1831 studio. My name is Natia Moore. And I'm Anthony Fleggins. And this is Pastor Anthony Said. Welcome everyone to this episode of Pastor Anthony Said. We're so glad that you joined us on today. How you doing? Good. My ears are hot. Oh, they it, oh yes, oh yes, uh, yes, yes. Yours, yours, we got a guest on today. Your ears hot too. Oh man, yes, oh. ears are hot. This is this is this is something, man. This is real. How about now? We good. That sounds a little bit better. Give me a little bit more. More ears. Yeah, good, good, good. Perfect. The volume, my volume is pretty much the same. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This All is right, the volume here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Your ears good? Is it ring, not ringing anymore? Okay. Good. Bless. Good. Good. Okay. There we are. Um, welcome. To this episode of Pastor Anthony Said, make sure that you like, share, and comment. Um, join our YouTube channel at Pastor Anthony Said as well. Are you, everybody good with the sound? Yes, yes, yes. One, okay. two, three. We in the good. room. You you checked us out. Yeah, let me let me come let on me in the room. Sure, let me make sure we hear. Yeah, let us know that you Live. can hear. Good, good, good. All, all three of the buttons on. I see one of the buttons red. One is first. muted because we yeah because it was loud and I didn't want it to kind of come out too much. Good, good. Can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, beginning yeah, there. Yeah. There we are. Good. Okay. So we have a special guest. You already heard her voice. Can you guess who it is? Because the screen is not on you yet. Yeah. No, they can't guess who it is. No, they can't. No, no they can't guess no, who it is. No, they cannot. No, they cannot. No, they cannot. No. Listen, we're back with unfinished business. So listen, so a couple, a couple, maybe about, or maybe, uh, I guess, I guess it was 2023, actually. So in 2023, uh, you know, I, uh, I told um, Ted, hey, you know, there are some people that says they want to uh, come back on the podcast again because there are some things they wanted to say, some things they have to clear up, some things they had to get off their chest, some things they didn't finish saying, some things that they want to say that they did not say, some things that they should have said or should not have said that they did say. And um, it, it was just a whole lot of stuff. So some people wanted to bring on other people. Some people said they didn't get a chance to come on at all. There are some pastors out there who actually said, you know what, um, I got some things I got to talk about and get off my chest. And you know what I'm wow. saying? You yeah. know, so I've, 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 we've been getting it from a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and so I uh, told Ted, Ted, listen, we're going to have a segment called Unfinished Business. That's right. Yes. We're going to have a segment called Unfinished Business. So this is our actual second segment within our podcast. Uh, maybe our third one. This is our third one. Yeah, our second, maybe third one, because we did the interim period. After that, we did a period where we actually went over well, our third or fourth segment, actually within the podcast, where we actually sectioned out a part of our um, actual uh, program over a course of weeks. And we interject some um, something a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We bring something fresh, something new, something creative, you know, you know, to break up the monotony, you know, and, and now we are here. And so this is like our <laughs> third, maybe fourth one. It's called Unfinished Business. Yes. And we got Kayla Stringfield on. Yeah. Yeah. Can that's I do the clips? Got. Yes, yes, have, yes. Can yes. I do No, can I do please the don't do that. Can we do the regular Yes, clip? we can. Yes, we can. There we go right there. <laughs> good, good, good. Okay, like I let you hear these claps that's oh on here. I'm good. <laughs> she said I'm good. Oh, <laughs> and so yes, I think she was our youngest one for sure. There, for sure, she was our youngest one, mm-hmm. and um, and so she said she got some things she wanted to uh, um, uh, I don't want to say get off her chest, 
But I do say some things <laughs> that she do want to talk about, and then some questions I have, and uh, we're going to go right in. So okay. I generally, I begin with prayer. So let's pray. Father, we thank you right now for grace, for mercy, for strength, and for your unmerited favor. We thank you for looking beyond our faults and meekness at our need. We thank you for being ever good, kind, and merciful. You are all that and some more, and we bless you. Give clarity of thought, understanding hearts, and help us to be who you called us to be in this day and in this hour. We give you all praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. All right. So first all right. of all, before we jump in, did you did you confirm that that we on that we good we can hear? Oh, hear? can everybody hear us? Let's 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 put a thumbs up. Let us know. Um, if let you us can know hear. if you can hear us. Let us know if you can hear. Let us know if you can. Can you see? Can you hear? Yes. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Two folk were on. I think. Well, it's say two, but you just never know. Um, but I, yeah, we'll find out in a minute. Okay. Let me know if y'all can hear. Let let us know. Uh, leave um a comment or something or thumbs up or something, letting us know that y'all can hear us. Uh, so we so we can uh, do do this thing the right way. Yes, you know we don't want to leave. We don't definitely don't, don't want to miss out. Don't want to miss out anything. No. You know what I'm saying? Let me cut them so I can hear myself. Then you know I can try. I can try. Let me see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, we we in the building. We are here. We are in the building. We doing it. So, um, all right. What you want to talk about, Tia? You took, you cut me off, Tia, when I was going. This is what you wanted to say? I didn't cut you off. You just I wanted, just wanted to make sure oh, oh, that everybody was working. Can hear. Oh, I thought you had some more to say. I mean, I have I have some questions, but yeah. Not right now? No. All right. I'm start off with, why don't you reintroduce yourself for those that did not see uh, the interim period and tell us who you are? Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hold um, up. Wait, wait, wait. Remember, the last time that she introduced herself, she said, I'm that girl. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. That sounds like me. She said, I'm, I'm that girl. So I'll start so with let's I'm go. that girl. Ha! Once let's again. go. But also, my name is Kayla Stringfield. <laughs> I am a member of the Courts of Christ. Yes. I am 24 years old. I'm currently an uh, Algebra One teacher at Western High School, if you're familiar. Woo-woo. Western. Alumni. Did you, to, did you go to Western? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I didn't yes. know that. Yes, yes. Class of um, forever. 2005. <laughs> you know, we can talk. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, yes, I graduated in 2017. Okay. Um, but yes, I have a lot going on. I feel like if you did see the first episode, I I feel like I'm a whole new person. Wow. I don't know if I'm a whole new person, but I feel like I'm a definitely a new person. Yeah. Now, now, okay. so okay, I have now. Okay, so we can start right there. Right. Okay. okay. So that was in August. Really? September. September. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. September. 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 Yeah. August. September. Okay. So, um, October, November, December, and January. Almost six October, months. October, November, December, January. October, November. No, September, October, November, December, January. February. February. So almost about five months. Almost right. Six. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um. I guess. I don't know. So this year I turned twenty-five. Okay. All right. Now. And I think. That is like a very serious age for me. You, you, you like, already turned 25? No, I turned 25 this year. You will be 25. Yes. Which, which is your birthday? October the 2nd. 2nd, okay. okay. So. And talk a little bit closer, just a tad bit. Okay. Let me scoot up. Yeah, or move, your mic, move your mic closer to you. There you go. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah, so um, I really think this new year, not even, maybe not even January new year, I'm talking like, I do treat my birthday as like a new year. So. Yeah. Maybe like around November, December-ish, it kind of like kicked in. You know how like sometimes that January is like a rough draft and mm-hmm. then the new year really started in February. So like <laughs> October was like my rough draft, but November was like, okay, 
all right, it's some things. A lot of things did change, though, too, in my life. Like, a lot of personal things took place. Okay. Um, And it just really, like, was a wake-up call, in a way. So I feel like going into Chapter 25 or preparing for Chapter 25, like, I have a vision for who I want to be. Okay. Um, So it's kind of like, okay, it, it's, it's time. Okay, so okay, so I have question number one. Okay, okay so I am that girl in uh, 2023, um, but I'm new today. So uh, did that had any significance, or was it just an announcement? What what was it? Because if to change to change like that to say you're a new person, what was wrong with the old one or the previous one? Yeah, so I don't I don't want to say it was anything wrong. Um, I think that version of I'm that girl was kind of like a foreshadow of, like, where I was going, if that makes sense. Like, I, so when I say I'm that girl, it kind of alludes to, like, my confidence and how I show up. Okay. Um, But now thinking about it, it's like I'm that girl in terms of, like, one, of course, my confidence and how I show up, but, like, my vision for what I want things to look like. Okay. And I was a little hesitant when I said that because I don't want people to hear, like, I'm in control of my life. I'm not in control of my life at all, but I do kind of have, like, um, a relationship enough to know where I'm headed. And I could be confident in saying, like, I know where I'm going. Because I'm also aware of, like, things might come and, like, you know, change what their journey looks like. But ultimately, I have a vision and I know where I'm headed. So, like, I feel really good to be 24 and focused, if that makes sense. Yes. All right. So, um, last last time we were here, you got anything to say? Last time we were here, we were, um, I sort of, we put the ball in your court and let you tell us, you know what I'm saying? And we just sort of just um, um, sort of uh, meandered around things that you were saying. But we were, we had a, we, we, it, it was a good conversation. Um, but this conversation, I'm not going to let you off the hook. Okay. okay. So when you say, I know where I'm going, um, I need specifics and I need timelines. And I'm, when I say need, I don't need it for myself. I need it so when someone say, I know where I'm going, um, do we just say that? I don't want, what I don't like is, um, uh, in terms of sports, I don't like the girl or the guy who is on the sidelines saying, I can do, I can do, I'm better than them, I, I can do this, I can do that. But when you put them in the game, they realize it's not what you said it was, or it's not, you know what I'm saying, and a lot of people can shout from the sidelines, but when you get hit, when you actually got to have it, when you actually deal with some competition, when it really matters, it's like, oh, I didn't know it was like this. But since I'm out here, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna quit. But you know what I'm saying. So I, 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 um, I, I sort of shun at people who shout from the sidelines. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't like when people. I don't like when members start shouting about what they would do if they were the pastor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And I, and I oftentimes find myself not treating members as if they were second-class pastors. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like your thought matters, and, and, and now I am here as a pastor, but um, if without you, I am not. So I don't treat people as if they are, just listen to me and that's it. Mm-hmm. You don't know nothing, and, and it's, not, it's not like that. Right. And it can't be like that. And so that sideline shouting, it's, 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 it's really loud, and the Internet has allowed us to do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's on the sideline shouting. And until it's, it really happens, it's like, you know, anybody can talk a good game. Right. So. Where we going? Where we going? What it look like? I guess for me, in terms of a timeline, like I can't say um, January 2026, I'll be president of the United States. Like I'm not saying <laughs> that. 
Um, but what I am saying is like, um, I guess when I first came on the podcast, I probably was talking a lot about like being a teacher and like trying to figure out how to navigate in this space. I feel like now, well, maybe like, let's just go back like maybe two months ago. Um, I was just in a very like confused, uneasy space. Maybe not confused, but definitely uneasy. Like I felt like, um, I understood for a second why I was a teacher and then things started to like get blurry a little bit. Um, and we all, well, if you don't know, like in education, being a teacher, like around November-ish, December-ish, things get really crazy. That's when every teacher want to quit. Why is um, that? I guess because it's like, that is like the middle of the school year. Like August, the beginning of the year is still hype. Like, okay, everybody's fully motivated, ready to do all of the things. And mm-hmm. then November, December comes, it's like, these kids not trying to do nothing. Like, it's just okay. getting blurry. And then everybody gets the hype for time to leave. Okay. Um, but I can honestly say in that moment, like I had to go back in my, like, let's figure out how we even became a teacher. And in that, I guess, reflection, I realized like being a teacher was convenient for now. And I realized I could really pinpoint why I'm here for so long. Like, I feel like I'm halfway doing what I want to do, but the other half is like, this works for now, but. This is not it. This is not long term. This is not all. Yeah. Yes. And I feel, that's why I say, like, now I have a vision of, like, where I'm headed. It's, like, out of this season. Like, okay. I'm I'm going, getting back to who Kayla was before Lori, who Kayla was before Forex, honestly. Like, who, I'm kind of, like, picking up on, like, how, what I can get back to. I have the energy now to, like, really get back to who I want to be, what I want to do, and how I can actually do it. I feel like. When I first became a teacher, it was a lot of pressure of, like, I got to do something. Like, I need to do something, but I'm not trying to do any and everything. I want to do something that's impactful. I want to do something that still complements or, like, um, what is it? Yeah, complements mm-hmm. the essence of who I am. So being a teacher worked. But I do realize now it's, like, I love being a teacher because I love my students. I love talking to my students every day. Like, I love helping them make life make sense. I love that. But the art of teaching. And I also realized that I'm within a system when it's like, I, I want to, I don't know, maybe you can help me with this. Like, I feel like I'm within a system that is like fake for real, if I can be honest. Like, um, being 24-1, sitting in rooms with te- people that were my teachers in big meetings and stuff like that, and the whole idea is supposed to be for the betterment of children, it's a lot that I question. And I realized as I'm questioning, I could come off as the young hothead or whatever. That don't intimidate me because I'm going to still ask my questions. But it's always like, oh, well, we don't have anything to do with that. We have to ask somebody higher. Okay, well, who's somebody higher? And then as I go higher and higher, then it, the the contact people become more vague. And I, and I put, get in a position where it's like, I don't want to be a part of this. Like, I understand, you know, the whole idea of education and we're trying to, you know, help the young community. Well, that's at least why I'm here. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's why I signed up and I kind of feel some friction or not even, yeah, I feel friction amongst like the, obviously the system and like all of the things that, you know, is hidden behind all of the fancy words and like the effectiveness of what I can really do in my classroom. And I just felt like I feel limited. And I I think that was the the uneasiness that I was talking about that I was experiencing maybe like two months ago, like. This just don't feel right. Like, I love my students. Don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. that's what gets me out the bed. But when I have to sit in these meetings with these 
big grown people and they not making sense. I can't do this. Like, this is, you wasting my time. Like, I feel like, because I'm really here for a reason. Like, I'm really here with a mission, with a vision, with a purpose. And it's like, I can only produce, I can only do but so much in my classroom. And I do that because I know that's still effective. But I feel like I, I can do more. And I'm a little confined to this box. And now it's like my vision of like who Kayla seen herself as before Lori and like before like every lifestyle life in it's like she's that's coming back now and it's giving me the energy to go back out there put my face out there I'm not yeah. gonna lie like losing fo- like once forex dropped and everything I did it is a little anxiety about just getting on live and just talking like I do have like some insecurities when it comes to that so just being able to like watch myself become and like yeah become like and just Push through those times because I just remember where it was like I'm not doing that ever again. Gotcha. <laughs> you got something? Yeah. Um. So I have two questions. So the first question I want to know who I want you to tell us who exactly were you before Lori, and after Lori, like how how do you how do you blend, I guess old older Kayla or mm-hmm. with new Kayla, right. and how does that I guess frame, um where you're going yeah i feel like before Lori, I, well first if you don't know who Lori is yeah. Lori is my daughter hey, Lori. um she's turning into mm. like 18 days um <laughs> that's crazy 18 days oh lord that's yes. a mom right there oh my gosh 18 days that's crazy but <laughs> um i guess before Lori, i was young and turned if i can be honest <laughs> like uh-huh. i was just fresh out of college um, you said young and turned. Yep. And then you just said before that that you're going back to be that Lord. That See, no. That's what I was wondering. You wait a minute. You said now you about to be no, older and turned. Young and turned like that. Okay. okay so tell us so the turn. Now, so, but you, but you did say you're going back to who you were before Lord. Yes. And then you well, start off with saying young and turned. No, to a certain extent. Let's go. Let's hear it. <laughs> I want to know. Okay. So before Lori, I was kind of like, I'm gonna do what I want, like when I want. So you going back there? And how I want? You going but, back there? Maybe not like that buck wild crazy, but the the carriage to do so, yes. Okay. The freedom in just yes, the freedom of yeah. being me. Mm-hmm. That that I, I kind of lost that a little bit, and I need to, uh, going back to her. As as this is in terms of womanhood or career. Womanhood. Womanhood. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're not free right now. Um, no. I mean, and are you right now in this moment? Yeah, you're not free, and are you bound? Are you bound by responsibility? Yeah. So, what is freedom? So, I guess for me, I was talking more so in terms of like my mindset, like internal freedom, like going back to not really caring about what people think, mm-hmm. going back to like just not even really thinking about what people think. It's not even about I didn't even care. It was just like I didn't think about it. Didn't mm-hmm. cross my mind. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really care. Right. Um. So, like, tr- just getting back to her. And now it's, like, I have to reground myself and what, how I even got there. So, like, going back to, I mean, I think I spoke about this on the first episode where I was, like, um, right before COVID hit, I was, like, deep in Sarah, like, morning, night, morning, mm-hmm. night, morning, night. So I was really grounded in my spirituality. And it was just more so because I was just learning everything new. And I feel like this version. Sarah, Sarah Jakes. Sarah Jakes. Not Sarah from the Bible. Oh, my God. Sarah. Yes, <laughs> Sarah. I love her. Um, Sarah Jakes Roberts. I really think that's, like, my sister for real. That's probably why I talk about her so casually. Okay. That's really, like. 
okay, my good. aunt. Okay, but auntie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like I feel like I'm going back to just like being grounded in like what I know, but I feel like that version of myself was more of like a wow, like uh awakening. Like I'm I'm getting it. Like, okay, stuff life is really making sense. Like, hold up. And now it's more of like the application part. Okay. Like I'm I've moved on from the wow. It's like, okay, now let's put what you learn in practice because life got a lot more serious. Mm-hmm. Back then it was like you can just go like even sometimes now when I watch my YouTube, I mean my little videos that I made on Instagram, it was just like, girl, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> like why would you say that? But I guess for me now it was more of like my first videos was more of an like excitement, like I want to share. Now it's like I have to share. Mm-hmm. I I realized it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you have a perspective that can really, really change somebody's life. Now it's not really a joke. Mm-hmm. Yes, you were courageous enough to get on Instagram and say whatever you needed to say, but now it's like, we got to be careful, but still say something. But, you know, tweak it a little bit. You can't just tell everybody just whatever. Like, that's not. I understand that. Um, so I'm going to talk a little louder because I know we're on the thing, and sometimes I talk directly into the mic because I don't. But, um, motherhood in general and womanhood in general it has a there's a there's something that happens to us as women like when we have a child like I mean there's so many different stages that we go to with our bodies with our emotions with our everything everything is everything is affected not necessarily for the for the good or the the bad it's like just everything is just a little different yeah um, we mature, we just, we have something, someone to care for. And it's just different that motherly responsibility. responsibility. So, um, and a lot of times we do, I know I had, I know I did when I had Chloe, I felt like I lost myself to a certain extent. Like I couldn't find myself because my world became not infatuated, but consumed with caring for this being. So it almost, um, you kind of just get, I know for me, I got lost in it. And it's like finding who you were. Like for me, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily like going back to, um, like finding, I had to go all the way back to find who I am. So I understand what you're saying in regards to that. Um, but you do to a certain extent, initially I feel lose a sense of freedom um, because, because of all of the responsibility. On top of all the other things, like it's just different. Like no offense to to dads and I hope this isn't offensive to dads. But I just, I'm just trying to figure out what y'all talking about. So you don't know I, what we're talking about? Nah, because y'all okay. saying I'm losing freedom. Yeah, guys. You got to help me out. So I, so, freedom. so I think there's a difference with there. I don't think like you there can't go is to the club a difference. Like is that no? Go calm down. The difference is <laughs> I, I need to know. I'm like, about to tell you. I'm about to tell you. So there's a difference between uh, how the woman protects and covers her child and how the father protects and covers a child. In my opinion. And this is no offense. This is my experience. The dad is able to go out whenever he needs to go out. If he needs to take some time, go with the guys or or even go to work. Um, the woman has to, she, she basically makes that final, final I guess, sacrifice um, as to who's going to, you know, what's going to find, what, what the final result is actually going to be, if that makes sense. Like, they, we have a lot, in my opinion, a lot more responsibility. There are things that men be like, oh, just let them run around and bust their head. It don't matter. But we're like, no, like, we have to protect. We have to guard. And it's this, 
this covering, I would say this extra covering, I think that women have um, with their children. And so the freedom that you lose is just not being able to lay down at night and take a shower and just go to sleep. No, like you have to prepare bottles. You have to wash the bottles. You have to do this. You have to wash their clothes. You have to make sure daycare is set up. You have to make sure this is that. You have to make sure they're safe. Are they breathing at night? Let me wake up. Let me make sure. Are you okay? There's all these different responsibilities that some dads, not all dads, because there are some dads that are about their life but that dads don't have to wake up in the middle of the night when the baby is crying but they sleep but the mother kind of has to take on that responsibility so when I say the freedom I just mean that there are just certain responsibilities that a mother naturally takes on in the caring for the child that kind of robs her of her identity of who she is what she's what she can do where she can go um things that naturally drive you which you're like interested in you kind of lose interest for if I love to read I can't read no more because now my, all my little time I have to take to take a nap because the baby's gonna wake up in an hour and you know I have to get them on a schedule and when I have to figure out this and now she got an ear infection and now she got a her teeth coming in and I got to stay up and it's just all of these things that sometimes we can't share with people to help us do it because it's our responsibility but we lose a sense of freedom in that I definitely agree and it's so crazy because I just finally put it into words because um, I foresee this conversation happening really soon with Lori's dad okay um because I feel like a lot of times we do get in we don't get into arguments about it but the conversation of like who like who has more responsibility it is definitely a conversation and I just feel like it's as it is as simple as this. <laughs> Nobody has to ask me to be a parent. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. that women have to ask the dad to be a parent, but it's like when it's like little things, like school is canceled. Mm-hmm. It's either I'm going to take off or we, I have yeah. to ask you to figure it out. Like I am the sole responsible person. Like, <laughs> And yes, you can be, definitely be there, but it's it's just different. It's just different. It's just different. Like I just... We don't have a choice if we're going to show up or not. Yeah, I don't have a choice. It's no choice. Like, you, you there. It's no choice. Period. Okay, so now I got to ask the question. Okay. What's the question? The question uh, so it sounds like to me that what y'all saying is freedom is the child turned two. That's all I heard. You, they, don't, they don't need you as much. No. And y'all call um, it freedom. Not, no, not necessarily. Yeah, because yeah, the things you were saying, the thing, waking up, schedule. Those, those were small those, examples. Those, but, so, you, but, but I'm, so I'm asking, but y'all said, but I asked what was freedom. So there were like stages. The I would have to say there's stages. So when it. you that's, ask that's me what's freedom, stages. you're saying the child just turned two and you just get to sleep a little bit longer. Well, that's I think that's I what she was saying at well, all. That's what you just said. No, but I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm saying that though, that. So, okay. Here that's what go. you just said. So what I'm saying <laughs> is that would, ha- would I, let me clarify. I would have to say that those, they would have to be placed into different stages because the the reality is until that child is far gone, like I'm um, not even far gone, but like really Older. mature in age, yeah. and you may be able to whew, just a little bit. But the reality of it is, is it's not just that they too when you get a little break, like they're a little more intimate. You can sit them down and they can watch a movie and you can kind of go I, wash some clothes. I'm I, not I, talking but, about but that. But that's what you, that's what you explain I, that's, in detail. That's something that's one of the things that I did explain. But I also said that it also has a lot to do with um, the mental state. You lose your interest in certain things. First of all, women go through something called uh, postpartum depression. And... Um, a lot of times we don't even know we're going through that. So, yes, it all of that can be consuming, like, the, the natural responsibilities, but you really have a high suicide rate with 
mothers in general because the pressure of everything, taking on all of those things, um, plus losing who you are. So you lose your interest. I normally like to listen to music. I, I just, I, I'm depressed. I can't listen. I don't want to listen to nothing. I just want to ball up and go to sleep every little, every minute, minute I get. Like you begin to lose a sense of your direction and the goals that you had. I wanted to go back to school. I wanted to write this book or I want to go and record this music. And now I, I have no, I'm completely depleted. And now I don't have anyone that I can like, I mean, I don't really want to ask my mother to keep help. I don't really want to keep, like, I don't want to deal with daycares. Like, it's just a lot of pressure. So it's not just, um, those little stages where they get a little bit older, you can be like, oh, let me just, because it doesn't, it doesn't stop. It still kind of continues until to me, you get that grip. And I think that's what you're saying that you almost get a grip of your life. And that doesn't always happen when the child is two. Sometimes for some people it don't happen until they're 13. I'm yeah. just, I, and all so, I'm saying, all I agree completely. So I got four children. So I, I seen these stages. So I completely agree. I just try, I'm just trying to clarify the word freedom. Right. And that's the, and that's what I'm looking for. Cause you're saying, I'm free. Where you? So, so what were you before? Captive for sure. Okay, before the baby, you were captive. No, the no. babies, but babies hold you captive. So it's a, so. My thing is this: what it's I'm, more what of I'm a captivity is, of the mind. Yeah, it was like because, a, help, help me, help. Yeah, me. so that's because, what I was because I'm looking. So what I'm looking at it as I'm looking at it as okay. I am a parent. What I used to do, I know I won't be able to do. Yeah. Right. That's just period. Yeah. That just comes with the territory. But that's the first captive part. But it comes with, it's like, it's like it's, it's almost like I'm saying, again, let's go back to sports. And we can deal with Monique on the same thing with uh, Monique and her part on, on, when she was on Club Shay Shay and Monique. Is this, I want, we, can, we can talk about this a little bit too. I know you, I know, but, but it's some things <laughs> I just want to say. I know, but I know. I get it. I, I, I just have a perspective here. Okay. And this is just a perspective. So when you, when people, when I hear um, freedom and I'm not, there's no right or wrong. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to clarify what does freedom mean in terms of, um, I, I, uh, we, I had something before I had this baby and what did I have before I had this baby? Space, uh, space time, all these things. You had all these things, baby come in the picture. Of course, when the baby come in the picture, it's going to alter some of those things. That's clear. But if you take a step back, that's just a part of parenting. And part of parenting is sharing. Part of parenting, what you call, um, I, I can't move, or what's the other word for freedom? Bondage. Mm-hmm. But bond, in the word bondage is bonding. Mm-hmm. So without that bondage, there is no bonding. And so now without the bonding, because that's what it is, so it's almost how you look at it. So if I look at it in a certain way, I, I don't am, think you would understand that. I don't think I would okay. even. That's because what I'm, it's I, like a woman thing. I, 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 you are exactly right. And so I'm coming from a male perspective right. saying the way I hear it is the act of bondage, and the word bondage is bonding. Right. I need this. Mm-hmm. Breastfeeding, nipples hurt, mm-hmm. body out of shape, got to get up at mm-hmm. night. Every two hours, warm the bottles. Mm-hmm. One one booby is, is producing milk. The other one is, doesn't feel like it's just going through all. Yeah. And, oh, my God, if you got a man that don't understand, it's just worse. And if you got elder children, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like and if you got to go back to work in six weeks. I, so I get the whole thing. Right. But ever step back and says, this is what this is. This is what parenting is without that feeling of saying, I've lost myself or I can't do this. Or, I can't do I that. I think you're missing a big part of it, though. Help but, okay, so I'm going to just say this real quick and then pass it over to you, Kayla. So, yes, 
that that's a lie. That right there is a lie. I think a lot of a lot of us don't necessarily that conversation is not like when I had my daughter. Uh, my mother got me a book called What to Expect When You're Expecting. She's not really the verbal type. So she really doesn't, like, we talk, but she didn't really. I'm, I, anyway, a lot of mothers don't share, like, step by step, like, what to do. So I don't really know if you can really prepare for motherhood or fatherhood. I really don't know if it's, like, a thing that you really can 100% be prepared. So that aspect of it that you're saying, like, with the night feeds and stuff like that, yeah, that's really important and it is overwhelming. But I'm actually also talking about the 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 um losing who you are as a individual so yes even after stepping back and saying okay this is parenting this is the I guess the the sacrifice that I'm putting in for this child and that's fine and, and I love I love this child and all of those things are fine but when you you start to lose a piece of yourself you start to lose your goals you start to lose all of these um really important things like if you're starting a business, like you just lose, sometimes some people just lose track of it. So this is why like, it's so essential. Like when a lot of women do like the vision boards and all these things that seem kind of small, but they're so big to people. Cause it's like helping them get back their self. So their children might be like 17, but it's a big thing because all of these years, they never were able to focus on themselves. I mean, or balance the two. Like I focus on I'm I'm giving just as much attention to you as I am to myself and my goals and what I need to do for my life, if that makes sense. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that's where I feel like that's why I, oh, I started with the vision. Like when I say I, I I feel like I'm getting myself back or I'm going back to that is that version of myself where everything was clear. Like before COVID hit, even when COVID hit, that's kind of why I took the opportunity and just ran with it because my vision was so clear and I was kind of looking for those opportunities to push me push me forward to what God has shown me and it when I after I had Lori I mean granted I was pregnant when Forex was failing so like all of that stuff was happening and it was just like black like how did I end up at a car dealership like what that don't even make sense <laughs> like that that just don't even make sense so for me it was just it well right now it feels like yes I am getting my vision back yes I'm I, I can see again mm-hmm. and I think for me also too is like I granted I do have I have a sibling, but I always felt like an individual. I always felt like I, I always felt like an individual. Like I always had a sense of like who Kayla was, how did Kayla show up? Um, so losing that and not being in touch with like things that actually make me happy and like doing things that I actually wanted to do and accepting that. I think when you said do we step back and like look at the full picture like this is a part of parenting no I kind of had to like step up I feel like me trying to step back was just making everything more blurry I had to step up and say like Kayla this was a decision you you chose to make and you still got to do x y and z like the vision is not gone the plan is not dead the Mm -hmm. journey is just a little rerouted but we're gonna have to buckle up and get with it um and I think I'm okay with being in that space now at first I wasn't because that with that with stepping up to the plate today looks like is a little scary like so you mean I have to like um wake up at five o'clock and do what like yeah what like I can just go to sleep and just not do it right now like but I have to make it work um so I think I'm now getting in the rhythm of making it work even just by coming to church more now it's like that was a goal I've been had but with Lori the baby it was just like oh my god I just, I just can't. I'm right. just going to turn on Sarah. It's 12 o'clock. I can't even. 
So now it's like, <laughs> all right, it. we can both wake up. Like, she's not whining. Mm-hmm. She's like an actual, I mean, obviously a baby is like a kid. But, like, now it's like, Lori, you can get up. She's a lot more independent, which gives me a lot more, I guess, freedom to just come come with me. Now you can come with me. I, I don't that's have what to I take some I of the restrictions. That, I think that's what I was saying. What? So and I, I, I think that's you what I was saying. saying that, I, I was saying that. I was, I was going to agree. Like when that's you said something about when the baby turned two. Yeah, yeah like you can, yes, I, I agree. That's what I was saying. I get my freedom back when she turns two because now she can walk and I don't have to carry that's no big old car seat and diaper bag because that done canceled all of the plans. I'm not gonna lie. As soon as I think about carrying that car seat somewhere, oh, we not coming. I don't want to go to one because <laughs> I'm 411. I yeah. cannot carry her the book bag and the car seat. That's too much. I just rather stay home. And that's what I But for, for some people, for freedom. Okay, but for some people, it's it might be too. But for some people, it, it doesn't. Yeah. You kind of a you kind of different. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I have like, a lot of friends <laughs> that just say that like I'd rather stay in the house now because they're gonna be blurting out. But for me, it's like, Lori, that she might like fall out or something. But no, well, I don't. I don't think I'm having like problems. Like yeah, she ain't gonna be doing all that. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, 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 I agree. It is, it was, I just needed to hear the different perspectives as to what this is and being able to just, um, you said, step up. I like that. And, um, and and then so sometimes we get so deep into something that we get, we, we become prisoner. We become, we become, um, we become captured within the prism and we become prisoners of the condition. Yeah. And we, we become prisoners so much that we can't even think. Yes. And without even saying, wait a minute, this is just part of the program. That's what I mean by stepping back. You said stepping up is good. This is part of the program. This is part of being an adult. This is part of being a parent. This is part of being a mama. This is just part of being, this is part of having a baby. This is part of being responsible. This is just part of this. And so now when I step back and I look at the whole picture, it enables me to psychologically reposition myself. And I don't, and I think that when you're, when you are too deep in something, no matter what it is, whether it's church a marriage, a relationship, I'm a business, anything, when you're too deep into it, you, 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 it is hard for you to take a psychological position or a psychological reposition. And people who are able to do that, to able to say, okay, I have this, but am I this? Or I am more than this. Well, if I can create it, Cause I did do it, um, you know. I, you know, I, I did sleep with him. You get what I'm saying? I did sleep with her. I, I did, I, you know, I did have the relationship. I did move in with him. I created this. There ain't nothing happened. The devil didn't do it. Demons didn't hit me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna with the blame it on to something. Blame it on the sis. Blame. And I'm not gonna blame it on none of those I, things. I, I, yeah, there I, you go. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Nah. I'm not gonna blame sorry. it. Thank. Sorry I knew somebody that. who knew the words. Blame it. I'm not blame gonna blame it. I'm not. I'm not gonna great going to lose. Right. You lose. Yeah. There you go. Really yeah, I am not blaming on any of these things. It's a decision that I made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I often say, and I heard somebody say this, you never look at a person when they do something. You always ask the question, what were they doing five minutes before they did it? Or mm-hmm. five months. I heard somebody say that. Or even five years. Mm-hmm. Don't ever just look at somebody, wow, that person did this. No. What was going on five minutes before they got into that situation? Before they jumped in that car? Before they signed that document? Or they, you know what I'm saying, before before they moved in that house. Mm-hmm. What was going on in your thinking? And so to take those mental steps back to reposition mentally, 
and psychologically reposition myself. Help me to look at the whole picture and said, okay, now I know what's going on. Right. And so now when I get back into it, I am back into it as a different person. Not because situation change, money change, just psychologically. No. No, 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 no. And it changes your aura. Yeah. Your, your, your disposition changes. Mm-hmm. And because people can pick up on fear. Mm-hmm. And people pick up on anxiety. And it's a look and it's, and then sometimes what you're feeling, someone else, or what, someone else can see you feeling or going through it. And then now you're thinking about the way you were acting around them. Right. And so that's what I was saying. But when it comes down to stepping back and taking these psychological um, repositionings of a thing, y'all can, y'all can, y'all can um, talk about that a little bit if y'all have done it or if you're doing it now in your life. I'm just repositioning myself psychologically. My money is not, I can't, I'm not, you know what I'm saying, my time and everything else. But I, it, I, I was at a place one time when I was like, man, I'm not making any money. Until I heard Damon Dash said, no, I am making money, but money, my money is tied up everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you don't see these millions in the bank. Why? Because I got this person, that person, this person, that person. So I'm keeping things going, but I got it. And I had to rethink. I had to wait. Wait a minute. I got it. Got it. Yeah. I really got it. I'm really doing it. The issue is it's tied up in the different places. And I got a goal for this. A real live goal. Right, right. I'm not just doing this. I'm just caught up in this. I got a goal here. And so doing that. So kudos to everybody who's working, who's doing it, kudos who's in it. You now. know, I wanted to say to everybody, um, I'm not against any mothers. <laughs> yeah, you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, joking. Yeah, I'm just joking. Just jokes. And here was, one of the, here was one of the things I, I was going to preach about one day. That you never hear the word, you, this word that you never hear. Everybody pay attention. Mother figure. That's true. You always hear father figure. That is true. He was a father figure. I mean, you want to know why? Because the fathers are not tied to those babies. Right. Mothers are tied to those they, they produce. Mm. So mothers that are mothers to their babies can't be that kind of mother to all babies. Mm-hmm. They got to be like that to theirs because that's their baby. That's, and, they, and, and it's because they always thinking what you're just saying. Always going through this, going through that. Got to get this. Got to get that together. So you never hear mother figure. Right. Mm. But father figure, you want to know why? Because we can be father figure to, as a coach, but we can send your butt home. Yeah. Father figure to the church members, but you go home to your own people. Father figures, because fathers lay that seed, and we can move on. Mothers are different. So yeah. I just thought I'd throw it out there. Something that I just shared with my mom, and I think that really helped me, like, step up to the plate, too, was, like, I'm so glad that I I had an identity before mm-hmm. my, my child. Yeah. Because, like, I'm just so grateful that, I can say, like, I'm not just a mom. But it is hard sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. when, like right now, like, it's 930, especially last year. Like, my first year teaching, just going to work, being so tired when I come home. Like, that came with a lot of mom guilt. Like, it's like, okay, I'm getting in a rhythm of, like, getting things going. Now I'm trying to pick up the responsibility of, like, I have to become somebody for my kid. But that also comes with, like, damn, yes. like, I'm missing out on so much time. So being able to get through that, too, was something like, I got this. Like, I have to always tell myself every day, like, the time that you're missing now, I'm going to pay off later because you all you know in 10 years you don't want to look up and say, yeah, I was just Miss Stringfield, a teacher, and a Lloyd mom. That's it. Like, that is not. That's the story of a lot of that people. Is not, like, that's like a fear. Not that there's anything wrong with it. So, so what's going to be, so be the story? Not that. But what? <laughs> but so but okay, one. so no, truthfully, um, because you say you didn't have dates. 
as we said earlier. I don't have dates. So what's um, so what are you so what's this new woman? What's what is this? So I'm in the process of like I'm also in a verse I'm in a space where God is telling me to just be quiet. I am a person where I will tell you all of my goals, all of my plans, everything I want to do right now. Good. And I need to be, be quiet. quiet. Okay, good. Um but I will why am I about no, no, to cry? No, 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 talk around them, then talk around them, talk around them, talk around them, no, talk around them. I'm gonna just say around. like um I am, why am I crying? I don't know. Okay, whatever. Um, definitely transitioning. I think, that's why I'm crying. Definitely transitioning out of, um, I want to say education. I feel like I'm in a space of like being obedient. Like I know what I want to do and what I don't want to do. But I also know like if I have to stay in, stay in certain places longer, then that's just what I have to do. Um, so I'm kind of like in a battle of like, am I going to go back to school or what? Um, but I don't want to go back to school. I want to be an entrepreneur. Um, I want to be a life coach. I'm going to just throw that out there. So that's, 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 that's what my life looks like. Like I want to be a full-time life coach with a mentoring program that I live off of. And that's it. That's what I want to do. Are you honestly, are you in the Valley of Decisions? What do you mean by that? Um, I'm don't know if I need to be here a little bit longer. As we said about, or should I, or should I jump out? Should I step out? Mm-hmm. You know, are you in the valley of decisions? Not a bad place to be. Yeah. But are you in the valley of decisions? I think I I definitely think I am. Um, because I've also realized I'm very impulsive. Like, and it could be good and it could be bad. Cause sometimes if like if you have words, you got to do it before you lose it. I've experienced that too. But it's also like. Sometimes you can make decisions too quick, and then it's like, why did I do that? And I'm not saying, like, I regret things because I I don't live in a space of regret. I always learn from everything, but it's still like I could have saved myself some time, energy, pain possibly if I just waited a little bit. So I guess right now I'm just, like, in a waiting period, but it's also accompanied with the pressure of, like, doing more. Like, you you know you cannot play around. Like, that's, so even, I mean, if you don't mind me sharing, but my mom, so I already had planned to start coming to church in 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, already, <laughs> I already planned it. Like, that was already a goal of mine. So the first Sunday, I was in Jamaica. So that's mm-hmm. why I wasn't here. But when I came back from Jamaica, my mom was like, um, Pastor said something about you coming to church this year or else, basically. And for me, like, at first, it was just like a, because I already noticed, like, I don't, one thing I don't like is, like, if I'm doing something, somebody say, do it. Like, I'm doing it. Like, do, hello? But then it's like, <laughs> I get it. It's like, I've don't already tell me heard that. And I'm in the works of doing it. So it's just like a reminder, like, I got to do it. Like, okay, the the baby phase, the, you was in college, inconsistent. Like, all right, all of that is over. Like, and I was also in a space of, like, seeking clarity. Like, mm-hmm. just trying to figure out how to move, what to do next. And I just got to come in the space. Like, I, I got to be here. I got to be here. And that, so I already had that in my mind. So when you, when my mom even said that it came from you, I was just like, it wasn't even like a, all right, I'm going to go, because I already made my mind up that I was going. It was just like a, okay. Or that's just I am. Another <laughs> sign. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm on my way, actually. <laughs> like, so um, I don't even know why I said that. What were we talking about? We were talking about 
what are you going to do what are you doing next? Decisions. I was asking were you in the value of decision. Yes. And I would tell her you talk around what you were saying because you started crying, but you did say you are in transition. I am. And then you said this is one of the reasons why you started coming back to church because you know what you have to do Yeah. Uh, in order to move forward. Right. And this is part of the journey. It is. Okay, good. And I have to let go some things that means a lot to me. Like, um, so I have to clear my space. That's another thing, too. Like, um, I do a lot. Like, I'm a lot like my mom. Like, I do so much stuff. Like, I just left work at, what, 530? Right. Um, so, like, I do, I'm a, the advisor for the fashionettes. And that's something that I did in high school. Um, doesn't really go towards my resume at all. I mean, this looks like a leadership position. Right. But in terms of, like, where I'm headed, there's no real, no true alignment. Like, I, I can force it, obviously. Like, I have good conversations with the girls and sometimes. But truthfully, not really doing I could Not be necessarily beneficial. Yeah, no, like I could be doing something else with my time um, that is like pushing me forward in what I actually want to do because I'm not oblivious to the fact that people that have been in certain careers for 10, 20, 30 years, it wasn't like a, I'm going to be here for 30 years. It wasn't like that type of decision. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be proactive during the time. So I did step down for next year just mm-hmm. to give myself Get, give, give me some of my time back. Right. And even if that's time just going to get ice cream with Lori, that's fine. Like, I just need the space to think I'm a thinker. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that throughout the week I don't really get it's time to think. Yes. I'm tired. I'm yes. dead tired. And I, it's just like, no. And I feel like that's like, that's the enemy way of getting me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the way. Because he know if I start thinking, I'm having some ideas. Right. And then ideas gonna be them blessings mm-hmm. <laughs> and i don't like the fact that i don't have time to think um yeah i don't like this so i need to free my energy space it's not even more so my time like i don't get home at 10 every 10 every day but it's still like my energy is not free and i don't like that okay got something too yeah i think that it's um you might have coined this as something i'm not i'm not really sure the way creatives and or leaders or people that have vision um like sometimes when you can see like when you're shown that when you're shown that vision and you 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 kind of see the plan that you have to go um go about you know getting to that particular vision or you see all of the different people that you could be affect um affecting or influencing or helping and sometimes like you I think you mentioned like being feels like a box sometimes yes. um particularly like doing careers that can be helpful to your purpose to a certain extent but kind of just feels more like a holding period or like a stagnate stagnation kind of period um I think it can be very frustrating yeah yeah it, it feels like a I think I told my mom this but like it feel like I'm one foot in one foot out a little bit mm, okay. like I'm doing it like I'm definitely amongst my audience like I'm I'm doing the work but I still feel so conf- like conformed mm-hmm. like I feel so unfulfilled or yes it's like I'm still restrained or like restricted to a certain extent of like what I can do mm-hmm. like I don't like that like I know I can do more for my students like I know the conversations that I could have but I am kind of like I am restricted a little bit to being a math teacher I am like I can't have a whole counseling session every day in class when I really want to right like I exactly I, Give me one day. <laughs> if you give me one day to have a circle, yeah. oh, my gosh. But not with the pressure of you want me to get MCAP scores up. And I think that's another thing. It's like 
that's why I said you wasted my time a little bit earlier. Like that's why I feel like my time is being wasted because it's like, what? Like, look at these kids. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Raise math scores. Like, let's really talk about it. Like, I've sit. I'm sitting in conferences with assistant principals about why is people failing my class when it's like, what? Why they failing? They don't come. Right. Why they don't come? Why is it a choice to come to school? Like, it's mm. deeper problems that need to be discussed, and I don't want to sit in conversations about, I don't want, stop pulling up data records and test scores. I don't want to talk about that. That's And I think that's the frustration that led me to the fact that, like, okay, this might not. It's a part of the plan. Mm-hmm. I get it. It makes a lot of sense, but this can't be forever because, no, it's no way I have to sit in these conversations and say what? Mm-hmm. Say what? Because, like, I had to sit in a, um, a meeting. It's a 504 plan. It's, like, more of, like, a behavioral plan. Um, and they asked me, like, do you feel like this student need a 504? No. No. No, I don't. No. Why? Because I can clearly see that she's just drowning. Like, she's drowning in her own identity. She's not accepted at home. She's smothercated. That's why anxiety shows up in the classroom. Mm-hmm. That's why she's socially imbalanced. That's why she can't talk to people because she can't talk at home. Right. If I can't talk at home, how you expect me to talk to hundreds of thousands of people that's laughing at me? Right. That don't make no sense. And you sent me sitting here telling me that she need breaks in class. Why does she need a piece of paper to say she need a break? Mm. I don't stuff like that. It 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 rubs me all the wrong way because I feel like I'm here to get to the root of issues and really help and change things. But I have to sit in a conversation where we just putting band-aids over real scars. So if I, I had like if I had if I had the um if I had a um pastoral and a um a counseling mind, I would say to you if you were coming to me with that with this um concern, if it was a concern, if you were coming to me coming to me with a concern, I would say you're in the right place, just the wrong position. Maybe you need to be more in the administrative part of the I know you don't want to be in this school system. But I am saying that if you see a change in something, and if something you were saying, I can change this. This is not what this should be. I see it in a different way. Now, I know you want me to get math scores and things up like that, but my heart is not in ones and twos and threes. My heart is in these children getting it. So even if I am in this system, maybe I need to find a place within this system where I can sort of find the lion's share. And sometimes administrative um, counselors and school counselors is my way where I belong because this right here is really not grabbing my interest. My interest is somewhere else. And so if you were to stay there, and I know you want to be an entrepreneur, that's going to take all your time. So you're going to have that. You have to get an exit strategy and get out of there. But for someone who says, I love what I'm doing. I just don't like the way it's done, but I can change this. May not be this year, maybe in five years, maybe I can put a plan together. I'm a, I'm a planner too. So I see things in church. I'm like, man, this is got to put a plan together. And I had to realize something. The, the frustration doesn't change it. Yeah. What really changes is, is the reality is I've stepped into something that's older than me. And I stepped into something that's bigger than me. And I stepped into something that's thousands of years old. When I, when I woke up to the, 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 the American African plight and how we, uh, how we, I've, how we have, adjusted ourselves to Christianity. One of the things I've often said was, and this is my, this is my quote, 
quote unquote my quote. My quote was the the what the European did was the European made the African a Christian, but never taught the Christian. Never the European taught the European made Africans Christian, but never taught her how to make Christianity African. That is my quote. I'm going to say it again. You hear me? The European made the African a Christian, but never taught her how to make Christianity African. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which made the Christian bigger, better, stronger than the individual. But that's not true. God made man first, not Christian first. And if the person don't know who they are, they get lost in thinking they know who they are in Christ. Completely losing themselves for the sake of their religion. All this stuff got me in trouble, of course. So my contemporaries don't call me to preach. <laughs> I don't yeah. get any. I just got one. I got one engagement to preach last year and one this year, and I probably don't <laughs> get no more. To, I'm good with it because I realize this. But in seeing this, it helped me to say, now I know, again, my place. Now I know who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Now I'm realizing something. My job is not to change over. I can't change 2,000. Well, I won't say 2,000. I'll say 600. I can't change 600 years of problems in one conversation or in one year. Yeah. However, I am smart enough to know that I am able to sprinkle the truth in the middle of all of this. And that's what I do. And, and so when you hear me preach and you grab those different things I'm saying, you know, nuances, like I never saw that. But what I am doing is I am now sprinkling a level of historicity, honesty, a level of understanding in the middle of all the things that we're dealing with because I understand what this is. I don't have to abandon it, but I do have to say, okay, you know, mm-hmm. there needs to be a realignment here yeah. because this thing is going the wrong way. And maybe I'm one of the voices. And that's another thing I had to learn, too. I had to be okay with, I'm 40, I'll be 45 this year. I had to be okay with, wow. knowing, yeah, I know, right? I, mean, I, I, had that, to be, I had to be, I had to be okay with knowing I may not be that voice. Mm. But I may be the voice that inspired the voice. Amen. And I'm okay with that. Now, I might be that voice. But if I'm not, then to God be glory. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But I may be the voice. And inspire the voice. Yeah, sure. And that's okay too. So my 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 so now in moving forward, and I'm and I'm 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 building my case here. When moving forward, you're in something that's been that's that's set up for that's set up for something other than what you aspire people to be like. Mm-hmm. And this is the mark of leadership. So what's a leader? I was about to say that. What's a leader? Oh. I mean, let's, let's define leadership. I have a new meaning for leader. And I had an old one. But like you, I'm often changing. Now, my old one is good. And a leader is someone who knows what to do and has the stick to to see it through. That's number one. My second, I would call this my second definition of a leader is a person who has a vision for people. If you ever, mm-hmm. if you ever got a team or something, ask them what their vision. If it's all of them, I just want to be the boss. I want to be this. And you know, you, know, you, know, you do know the system. Don't mind you being a boss. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a boss. 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 But they, but ready for this? You don't hear no one saying I'm a leader. Uh huh. They they tell you everybody everybody got the boss card now. I'm a boss. Right. I'm a boss. I'm Miss Boss, Bad Boss, mm-hmm. Big Boss. Yeah, CEO. <laughs> I'm a boss. Everybody, yes. I'm a boss. Don't play with me. I'm a boss. <laughs> I'm, I'm standing on business. I'm a boss. But you don't hear anybody saying I'm, I'm a leader. leader. Mm-hmm. It ain't gonna come out. Yeah. Anybody can be a anybody can be a boss. You can actually own a business, get an EIN number, and be a boss. Do absolutely nothing. You're a boss. Yeah. You open up a bank account. You are a boss. No staff. No. Nothing. <laughs> You're a boss. <laughs> you are an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. That's it. You need nothing else. You need nothing else. A leader is someone that has a vision for people. So whenever you, I say that to say that where you are right now, and you just, 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 just piggyback on what I'm saying. Where you are right now, the 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 quantum leap will be because you have a team, a partner. Because who do I rub elbows with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's going to be the frustration. The frustration is I'm carrying all this and I'm talking to myself. I'm talking. Everybody I'm talking to need me. Everybody I'm talking to need my, and that's not a good place to be. The place you want to be is, who do I share my vision with? Who do I share my ideas with? And together, we can sort of balance each other out. We can sort of have this conversation together. And sometimes yes. you get so many ideas. Yes. And sometimes the, the flood of ideas can happen it, 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 on a Friday night. Yeah. And the tears start flowing and, the, and you start praying and you know, oh my God, and what's this? And schizo, you're talking to yourself. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm being okay honest. You're being honest with you. <laughs> I'm okay you, you, with you, that. You are. You know what I'm saying. You you're are. Definitely talking you're, to yourself. You're looking around and you're literally verbalizing. It's uh-huh. not even in here anymore. Your 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 phenotype is moving. Your faces. You know what I'm saying. You are talking. You are. You are literally going through these stages. And now you got to say, wait a minute, wait. The issue is I can't pick that phone up. And so you go through the list of people that you can talk to. In terms of vision. And you got some people who don't know whether it's in vision form, whether it's just an idea, whether it's something they can birth. Is it real? Is it something that's just fluttering around? People who got vision know the difference. People who got vision for people know the difference. Yes. So whenever you're talking to people and you're like, what's a leader? You never have to say, you never, I'm a leader. I'm a, no, just asking what's their vision. And if their vision don't include other people, I'm not talking about your children. Don't do that. Don't play with me. I ain't talking about your mama and your, and your cousins and them. I'm not talking about that. I mean, what, do you have a vision for people? Does what you're saying include helping out somebody else? Mm. Or do you saying, hey, I want to be A, B, and C, and D because I see myself. As a boss, as it is, as of that. Now you know, but you will deal with the frustration that you are dealing with until you find someone to balance that. Because it's just it just, it's going it's going to be that, and in that there is the yin and the yang and the birthing of something. Go for it. So I guess for me, it's like it's like I hear you clearly. Like find a partner. Like I get it. But it's like, I'm so, 
So it's crazy because I have a mentor program. It's not fully. I mean, it's yeah, I and everything. I'm boss. <laughs> on paper, <laughs> on paper for sure. But it's not fully launched yet. Uh-huh. And somebody asked me like, um, "Was I looking for like mentors, like people to like mentor with me?" And I told them no. Mm. I said no because I have not found anyone that shares my heart yet, and this is a big deal for me. And I'm not playing about the work that I'm really trying to do. Like, I know for a fact I can change these people's lives. I know for real. And I care for real. Like, I don't only know that I can do it. I want to do it. And it's like, I just have not ran into anybody that has the same vision or fire to do so. It's just like, I am i haven't met the person yet. So until I meet a person where I feel like, you're just as serious about this as me. Like, you're not, like, you see this as your life, not a little side. Then I'll just be trying to mentor all thousands of these people by myself. Um, mm. But I know that's, like, sounds bizarre, but it's just, like, I just need it to be that serious to you. You got to scream it. Yes. Like, you have to, like, really, like, yeah. Like, you just, you, you have to really want to do it. Like, not even want to do it, because every day I don't want to do it. It's just like, um, I have to do it. It's like, um, I'm not a person where you can hold stuff over my head. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather pay the bill now than you keep telling me I got paid. So, like, that's how I, that's the season I'm in right now. It's like, I'm, it's something being held over my head. Like, I got to do something. I got to do it. And my mom always tells me all the time, like, you're doing it. Like, you're in the process. But for me, it's just like, when I don't think about it or like when I get caught up in being a teacher, it's like I'm going weeks and weeks and just teaching, just being a teacher. It's like, I feel so like, no, like it's something else. I have to do it. So if I, if I feel like you have not, if you don't feel that feeling in your belly, we can't be partners. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree too. Yes. Um, I was going to say, have you, have you like extended um, yourself to search for, um, any of these people or put yourself in a company maybe of um, people that may be a little more like-minded in, in like, your, your vision or, like, what you're – because I don't think you I – don't, I don't know if you'll find someone that has your exact vision, um, but I'm sure you'll find someone that can match your energy and can match, like, the determination and really help you in other ways. Um but I'm just wondering, have you have you have you put yourself in that kind of situation, or do you know where to go to kind of put yourself in that kind of situation with business-minded um, people? Um, no, I think it's like yes and no. Yes, because it's like I've been in, like I know people that care about people for real, but then it's also like I don't know. I you know people that don't care about people for real. Yeah, it's like I know more people that don't care about people for real. Let's yeah. be like, yeah, for real. I know people that say it, but like, they don't live you it. You questioning me about why I did X, Y, and Z? Hold up, I don't know. And I think that's where the conflict comes in the schools too. Like, I have a student. She don't get me wrong. She a little off the walls a little bit. Um, and she wasn't going to nobody class, and everybody wanted to know how she had to be in Stringfield class. Like. Like I don't like what what do you, what is what does that mean? Like obviously she's coming to my class. She's not coming to your class. Figure out why she's coming to my class. Don't don't worry about how she gotta be and all that. Worry about why she's coming. So 
I um on my planning period, I walked her to her second period class because I don't have a class. And one of my old teachers stopped me and was like, that's not your job. And I was just like, what? How that's not my job? Like, obviously, duh, it's not in my job description, but what are we here for again? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we here for? I don't, okay. I feel like people are always kind of looking for those, like, loopholes or whatever. I mean, I can under—I guess I can, I can understand why they would question. Yeah, definitely. I, I get if it. If she's not performing, and obviously she has a different type of interest in your course, I would imagine. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying, the average person would be like, well, how is it that she doesn't come to any of our classes and doesn't want to be involved? And then, so, I mean, I can see the question, but so how do you handle those kind of questions? Are you are you irritated? Are you frustrated? Do you take some time? Like, do you go off? Like, what does that look like? I just laugh. Honestly. <laughs> I, I just laugh and think about it after. Like, what do I they just, do? Um, I was just like, I mean, it's not taking nothing out of my day. I don't know what I say. I probably said something like, not smart, business. but like, <laughs> I mean, she here, right? Oh, no. I say if this is what it takes for her to get to class, then I'm going to do okay. it every day. Okay. That's what I say. So uh-huh. he, so here's the deal about, about getting partners. Here's how you get the partners. You ready for this? Exclusive. 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 Do it so well that you attract them. Right. Mm. I think that's what I'm saying. Do it so well. I am a living witness. Mm. I am a living witness. When I came, when I when I came to this neighborhood, eighteen thirty one North Gay Street, Baltimore, Maryland, two one two one three area. Google this it. was the third. This was Google it. That's right. This was the third worst block in Baltimore City. Mm. This was the third worst block in Baltimore City, and I planted a church here. The third worst block in Baltimore City. Mm. I literally, I literally started a church in Capernaum. Yeah, literally. In Galilee, I mean, literally, in the hood, planting the church right here. Okay. Every Sunday morning at 6 a.m., I would come here and clean up the block both sides for two and three years, maybe four. This is Sunday morning. I didn't say Sunday. I didn't Sunday a.m. So this is the pastor of the court of Christ. I am a pastor. I didn't get the deacons to do it. I didn't get none of the brothers to do it. I got up every morning, 6 a.m., and I'm not talking about one side where my church is. I'm talking about two sides of the block mm-hmm. every morning. Mm-hmm. To the degree that the guys that are on the block and the neighbors begin to do the same thing. Mm. And, the, and so it, I did that for the first four years. I noticed after four or five years, the last five years, I have not done it. Because neighbors pick up that, they pick that up. Mm-hmm. And they started doing it. They started cleaning up. Not really clean up. In four years, this year was the first year in four years I've actually shoveled the snow. Because the neighbors did that too when they, well, we didn't have much snow over the last yeah. few years. But when it did snow, I don't do it. The neighbors come out and do it. I had to do that for years. And I took it as a chore. That's how I took it. I had to clean up my room. You got to clean up this thing. Mm-hmm. Or this part of it. It's just part of what I got to do. And I cleaned up. And that's what I did. And I attracted other people to do it, and they started watching me. And they're like, man, Reb, that's not your job. Like, yeah, I know, but this is ours. This is us. This is us. And then you started seeing them, other people do the same thing. Not only did I clean up, I, 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 we have a 63-seat church. That's it. The average church in America only had 50 people. 
I wanted this building to be the best. The best 63-seat building I could, and I put my all into it. And that attracted people. People even from mega churches in Baltimore City joined this church. And I'm not talking about after they left. I'm talking about while they were still here. Uh I'm also doing everything I'm doing. I am doing it to attract what I need. And I often say, when you know where you're going, you do not wait for help. You go get it. Uh And one of the ways you get it is attract it. When Jesus was doing a lot of his miracles, most of those miracles he did was simply for the attraction. Mm. It was just for the testimony. I'm going to do it so well that I'm going to make people turn around and look at me. People are going to run to me and ask me questions. In fact, he did the miracles before he did the teachings. Mm. In church, we preach, then we call him to the altar. Jesus did the opposite. Jesus did the teachings, did the miracles, then everybody who was healed sat down and heard him teach. And then he fed him. So what I'm saying is, when you're saying, I, I, I know I can. I know I can do this. I know I can do that. And I'm saying, yes, you can. And yes, you must. Even if it's in seed form. I'm even if it's Even if it's not. Because a lot of times that stops us. What stops a lot of people is, I can't do it the way I see it in my yes, mind. Yes, yes. The way I see it, because it's big here. And like, I, I can't, no, it gotta, I have to do it with what I have. All I got is a phone <laughs> and a voice. All I have is, you and know, Wi-Fi. and Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I, you know, I got a baby. All I have is Saturday mornings. Yeah. All I have is Thursday evenings. I don't have anything else. Right. Life isn't giving me anything else. So I'm going to take what life gives me. Yes. And I'm going to take in my Thursdays. I'm going to take in my Thursdays. And when I take my Thursdays, it ain't no, hi, y'all. <sighs> the Lord is good. No, I'm on the camera. My face is beat for the gods. Oh, I'm, oh my God! You hear what I just said? Yeah, oh my God! I'm, I'm, I, I am I am ready, but I'm I'm, I'm I am capturing my moment. Uh-huh. And if, and in your psyche, you have to say not only am I doing this to help people, I'm also doing this to get help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to reach the people. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think. Go for it. So crazy because that's how I launched my first event. Yeah. Like I have an event right now. Um, mm-hmm. It's out right now. I'll send y'all a flyer so you can post send it. Send it. Tell us. But I'm having a girl talk um, event on March the 23rd. I mean, Ooh. March the 30th. March 30th. Um, and it's it's not my official launch of the mentoring program, but it was a way for me to just do it. Like I felt like I was in a space of like too much planning. Like and I even made a video on TikTok about this too. Like, I, I was trapped in this idea of playing, playing, playing. And it was, like, becoming, like, a self-sabotage type of thing. Okay. Like, I'm, you planning too much. You you're wasting you're, time. You're planning your way out of work. Yeah, you planning up, planning up, planning up. You didn't wrote this. It's okay. With this same plan in this same journal with this same pen. You still mm. planning. Mm. You playing. That's mm. what you're doing. So I'm like, okay, forget it. I launched the event. I don't know where it's going to be. Mm. I just put it out there. Um, and I do have the pressure of like, I want my flyers to look this way. I yes, want this to look yes. this way. I was literally stalling the whole launch because I didn't have professional pictures for myself to go on a flyer. And I'm like, I can do the flyer without the pictures. I'll do the pictures later. Let me just get the flyer out now. Because last year I did a girl talk, but it was virtual. And I felt like 
my vision wasn't executed. Like I wanted it to be a conversation and it was more of like me talking and then everybody listening. Okay. Um, and I was like, okay, no, virtual is not going to help with this. I need to do something in person. Finances, not financing. I mean, they are, but like, it's not like I want to go full blown with the event that I have in my brain, but right. it's also like, you got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. Got to start. Like you just, you, it's just too much time. And yes. you, we all, we know time is ticking. You got to get up out to school. When you think, uh, how, who funding, who funding the mentor program, girl? Nobody. You don't have nothing to show for nothing. You have people that know you and can probably do a little testimonial video, but like, you want to go big, do it. Just do it. So like, I think being in that space for a long time, even the words you spoke, preached maybe not this Sunday, Sunday before last, yeah. I was boohooing the whole time because it just was like, yeah, I think you were saying something like, um, you were just, Lori had my phone. I think this was like, <laughs> this was the sermon where I Freedom, just Lord. to be present. Yes. I was trying to take notes. Set the captain's Let me see. Let me see if I can find the one new. But, yeah, oh. Um, I don't know. I probably just wrote this down. Okay. But all I had was covenant versus contract. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, well, then I have the pressure of being called. Uh-huh. It's like a constant reminder of, like, you know better. Yeah. I think that was something I probably oh, just yeah, took yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I, I felt that pressure. And just that whole week I was just feeling like that. Like, I just got to do something. Then I get to church on Sunday. It's like, yeah, you just got to do it. And I'm like, I just got to do it. Like, I just have to do it. I know you're talking to me. I feel it's so heavy on my spirit. I know my mom is saying, like, I'm doing it. I'm in the process. But, like, no. Like, you don't understand. I feel like I'm not in my throat a little yeah, bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, a dark cloud is just like, right. Kayla, yeah. like, get get with it before you miss it. And it's just like, I can't afford to miss it. Right. I'm too young to miss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss it. <laughs> like, that's not what I want to do. So I'm really, really, really excited about the girl talk. Um, I do want to do, I want to see how this goes. Then I'm planning one, like, for, like, a teen. Like, I want to do, like, teen summits. Okay, okay, teen nice. summit, okay. Yeah, so when I was growing up, I went to teen summits a lot. I remember yeah, those. Yeah, I remember them, I too. remember those, yeah. And I'm like, if we're talking about what's wrong with this generation and, like, how can we get them to just be more productive and just mm-hmm. more focused on stuff that's actually important. It's like, let me think about how I became who I am. Like, granted, you know, I didn't want to wake up on Saturdays at 11, early in the morning to go, but just being in the ex- the environment, like having that experience of, like, just little things. I can't even tell you what actually right, took place right. during those times, but I know that it actually was something I, you know, I can do now, and I can kind of make it more modern, more fun, just do it a different way, but also just giving young girls something to look, after or look forward to just giving them a sense of like i don't have to be like instagram Mm because i don't feel like it's a lot of young like young i ask my students like what is important to y'all instagram my phone fitting in like that's like their truth and it's like wow like fitting in is your truth oh no we got that's like i got so much work to do when you say that to me it's like all right i'm really getting nervous know how much girl Better get in so much trouble for value and fitting in. Like, that is not. So it's like something has to happen, and I cannot be just restricted to Miss Stringfield. Because I don't want, I think the big thing, too, I don't want you to hear me as Miss Stringfield. So who you want to be? Kayla. Okay. 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 Kayla. Yeah, I do. Like, I don't, because I, I feel like Miss Stringfield puts me on a, of course, I need the respect thing. I mean, 
I just how I come out, so you're going to respect me. But it's still, like, the respect, I don't want it to seem so far out of reach. You know, like, when you had teachers, you never really, I don't want you to feel like my equal, but, like, I don't want to be here and you feel so down here. I want it to be on, a like, a mentor, big sister. Like, mm-hmm. I'm actually, I'm actually, like, here for you. I'm not, I'm like, reachable. this is, yeah, this is not my yeah. job and I just have to tell you right mm-hmm. from wrong. Like, no, this is what I want to do. Like, I don't. I just don't want to be in a space of like Miss Stringfield said. Oh, Kayla said. Because Kayla really care about me. Miss Stringfield might care because Miss Jones really don't care. Like, I don't want to be in that space. <laughs> I don't. Is that something you would convert to? Like, allowing your students to call you on a first name basis? No. Okay. Mm-mm. Maybe not as a teacher. Not as a teacher. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not, okay. not like in my classroom. Absolutely not. But like, I do have students in mind that I'm invite to the team summit. Like I'm not about to post flyers around the school. Right, right, right. Like I don't want it to be that. And I think that's why I'm hesitant about being in like outside of my mind, like I don't know if I want to go to school and like become a counselor or a therapist because like that just gives me like like the state gonna be sending me people. Like I don't I don't really want to work with that. I want to work with people that want to be different. Or want to change and just need some help. That's why I say I want to be a life coach. Yeah. Like, I'd rather you sign up and say, let's do this together. And I know that's still going to come with, like, inconsistencies and all of the things that come with just being a human. But your 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 perspective is, is a lot different from somebody that has to be here, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't really want to do that. Got it. Because that's, 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 no. So the, so the demographic you are looking for, or you want to cater to are those who are looking to be better, to be better, yes. or looking to do better. Yes, that's and they, they they the ones. So you're looking for the people that are looking for you. Yeah, not forced to be in my face because then that's a brick wall conversation. Yeah, I don't want to have a brick wall conversations for a living because I really want to change. I want like help. I want to really make some things happen. Nothing gonna happen from a brick wall conversation. Right, right. And I just. I think at that point, I'll just be having a title. I don't want a title. Got it. You got something to so no, I mean, the the brick, I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand the, I, I guess I do understand the demographic. Just that, um, so, so set us up ideally what that looks like, like a day in the life. Like what, what does the space look like where you're speaking to your clients or your, like what, what does it look like and how, and where will they, where do they actually come from? Like, are they going to, are you, are they going to fight? Like, is it like a social, like, how how are you going to be reached right. for those people that do need it? Because there's people that, that really just need just a little bit of, you know, they, they just somebody need somebody that they need it. Yeah. Yeah, somebody I mean. that's going to talk to you and not tell you that you need medicine. Right. Exactly. To be honest. Exactly. Um, so, I guess, a day in the life, well, like, my vision is to buy a house, right? Um, I'm going to set my house up. Maybe, like, a ba- yeah, I wouldn't live there. Maybe, like, a loft. Maybe not, like, a whole house. But like set up the loft as like um like a spa ish vibe. Okay. Like very comfortable, very, you know, relaxed, chill environment. Um, where people can come and we just like chit chat. So what my life will look like, I have a list of clients. And that's it. Like a list of clients, times, meeting times, you know, they come in, we talk, they go home with a plan, and that's it. This is Baltimore? Yes. Okay. This is what I wanna do. For a living. Like, seriously. I'm going to do it. It's like, there's no reason why I can really see it. Um, Where they're going to come from, 
wherever they come from? No, not where they like. I mean, I'm sorry. Like how? Like um, how will you reach them? Like, will they? Are you gonna? Are you going to go out and find? Oh, like oh, solicit oh. people and so they know what you're doing. Or how how do you plan on getting this out to the world? That right. You? So I mean, branding myself. Like I already pretty much branding myself. Okay. I definitely could do a lot better with like my actual brand. Like keeping everything consistent. Mm-hmm. Um. But my business page is up, so I'm trying to, like, keep – I'm not trying, but, like, I'm keeping all of my marketing very consistent just so people can start to recognize what the brand looks like. Right. So once I launched the Life Coach thing, I was just – it would just be about me more post – it would be about me posting more consistently and intentionally just on social media, and I feel like I would attract the people that I need. Okay. That's how I built Forex. I'm not going to lie. Do you have – do you have – um, I would I would hate to use this word, but I'm gonna do the best I can with what I'm what I'm saying and what I guess what I'm trying to say. Do you have? I this don't even need to come to my mind right now. Do you have a theme? Do you have something that sort of frames what you're doing in a few words? So one of the, when you talk to Anthony Fliginson, what's a church? You know, and you talk about my vision, whatever. And one thing I often say is I say the size of a church shouldn't dictate the movement of ministry. Mm. I say things and I got like maybe 20 sayings like that. Just as and just as what my father would call a drawing card. Mm. And it is a it is it's an attraction. It is if you sit before me and if I have to meet Oprah in the BWI and we we gave what do you do young lady? You know, well no, I don't have that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, 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 I got to go. Love you, baby. Give me a hug. Give mama a hug. You know, and then you walk away. You're like, oh, I missed my moment. You know, do you, do you, do you, and then I'm, I'm teaching people how to do that, how to actually frame yourself in a few words, your goals, your ideas. Like elevated pitch. What is your, what is your, what you call it? Elevated pitch. Yeah, yeah, elevated pitch. Thank you. Help me out. What is your elevated pitch? What, what is it? Do you have one? If you don't have one on what? I have it written one. down. You have one written down. Yeah. Okay. So those things are always on my always on the, on my on the, on my frontal lobe. They are always there. I feel like I change it so much. Why? Not I change it, but I I reword it. Why? Like, because like sometimes when I read it it just don't give strong enough. It just need to be it just need to be memorable. It just need right. to, it just need to, it just need to stick. No, you know, want to know what I thought you was going to say about the church? Go ahead. Um, taking ordinary people to do extraordinary. Same thing. Things. I got them. Like I got that em. stuck with me since See? like ordinary doing extraordinary. Yeah. My first like time being at this church, yeah. like in middle school. Like I've always like that's how I saw the church. Like I go to Cross of Christ where da da da. Like I say yeah. it. <laughs> like, right, right. Because it's like well, we empower. That's so real. Like. That's that's so real, but and it's so deep, and it embod- it embodies who we are. Yeah, or at least what you did for me. Mm. Like as a young kid, like that's why I feel so on social on here. Yeah, okay. That's why I feel so like comfortable with bringing my friends here. Okay. I don't know if you remember um, when I was in high school, I used to bring my friend Brianna here. She's I remember, light, I remember light skin, light skin. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like I remember, like she was acting like Taylor the other day. Yeah, every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah. because, and that's why I don't. I want them to come because it's like my pastor speaks my language. He been spoke my language yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah, and that that was my biggest thing. Like I just need to understand. I don't want to go to church where I don't understand. Mm. I don't. 
Mm. And I think a lot of people don't even know they're missing that in their like church experience or their spiritual journey. Like that you're even like you sometimes when you get so I guess stagnated with going to a particular church, mm. you don't even realize you just you're hearing what they're saying, but you kind of don't. Like, realize there's more like i'm supposed to understand right <laughs> like i'm supposed to learn yeah. i'm learning yeah like it's a real thing i love that and i think that's why i was crying for my friend too oh you crying oh God. i was crying oh, for her because mm. it's like i know how it feels to experience like that the the oogly googly's for real <laughs> like could be googly's, yeah. like to have that feeling to like feel seen feel heard oh, in the sp- space of like especially like just you're in a season in your life where you don't feel heard you don't feel okay. seen okay. and they come into a place where it's like you see me and you hear me and you don't know me it's just like twice as real you don't have that like you see me like are you judging me because you don't know me to judge me so it's like a true I'm I'm seen I'm heard and I'm also getting I guess vision for how to move forward that was mm. just so powerful for me that was the only thing I was thinking about that whole time like everybody was passing f- tissues and I'm just like let her cry. <laughs> oh, let her cry. Let, let her, her oh, cry. Let her like, cry. Okay. Let her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you going? You going? You I'm going? Okay. Yeah. Like, we have a caller that wants to call in also. I believe. Oh, so dude. you keep going and then I'm going to set up the call. That's what. Um, let yeah, her cry. Like, let her cry. Let her cry. Like, let her experience it. Because I feel like I, I did see before, like, when you pass people tissues when they're crying, that's yeah. like a way to tell them shut up. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> I really heard that, when, like, a couple years ago and I never forgot it. Because it's mm. like you are disturbing my moment. Okay, you taking my moment from me. Okay, I get it. I yeah, get it's it. like you you breaking my moment. I get it. It's like it. if I'm really in the moment, yeah, in the I'm moment. not worried about no tissue. Okay, I got it. I got it. You, you're getting it out. Yeah, like I'm here. Yeah, I know present. that's right. So that's I was really just feeling. I felt really good about that. Yeah, I I I when I when I began to um when I it took me and we got to get you out of here too we got yeah yeah we got to get you out of here we going to get you out of here we took it took me it took me um it took me some time to minister like that really it took me a long time to minister cuz that wasn't my ministerial style my ministerial style was lay the word out there they need to get the word the word and don't worry about what anybody else is dealing with it was not i'm gonna tell you what changed my, my mother changed me first of all she the one that kept me on my mind but i went to new york to preach and I never forget it. And um, after I preached, I preached on a Saturday afternoon. And on Sunday, and when I preached, I was I was what they call a Bible preacher. And that means I preach all word. Mm. Now, I, all word. I mean, I, I know the Bible. I'm, I'm just gifted to know the Bible. All word. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I would just lay it out there. And it was good because people know you know it. And they can appreciate the fact that you know something. But it wasn't how effective was it. Right. And I had to deal with that. And here, guess what I heard this preacher say? He said, somebody out here preaching this Bible, but you need to get your head out the book and get in real life. Mm-hmm. And to hear a preacher tell me, he was talking to me, I, you know when he's talking to you, or about you. He talked about that yesterday in church too. You know he's talking about you. He's like, get your head out the book. It's, and, what, what, and I'm like, what preacher would tell me to get my head out the Bible? It's the preacher that was telling me, hey, this is a book of life. You're reading it as you're reading and preaching it as if it was. And life is. Mm. Meet these people where they are and use the scriptures. Mm. Yeah. Use the scriptures to to at least help them to see their way through it. Connect. And I and and when it it made me mad for a long I mean, when it made me mad like two years, I was upset with him. Two, three years. 
you know, we preach it, but preach the Bible. Okay, got it. Yes. But when this happened, I started to realize what Jesus did. And I took my, 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 I guess my, I took my, I, I took my example from three of the biggest evangelists in the New Testament, Jesus, Peter, and Paul. And all of them didn't preach the Old Testament, but they did preach, they did use the Old Testament to preach their gospel. Mm. Jesus preached about the kingdom. And when he used the Old Testament, he says, this is what your law say, but this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Peter preached about, you know what I'm saying? The, you know, the, 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 I know I'm talking in terms of the Bible, but we got Bible, the day of Pentecost, but he, he went back into the Old Testament mm-hmm. and says, Joel said, in the last day I pulled out my, and then Paul preached about grace and dealt with the story of Abraham and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And so when you're dealing with this, they didn't preach the Old Testament. They used the Old Testament to preach what they were dealing with at the moment. Wow. And it's so crazy to hear you say that because it's like I always got that and that's why I said that I get it. Like okay. I always understood. Yeah. So like to know that you didn't know that, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what? The changes, the changes, yeah. the change. Y'all don't understand the change that I went through. It's kind of mm. like, that's, but that's, so, I don't know. Maybe I need to write a book or something. But. I feel that, and it's so hard for me. I think that's where I am as a speaker. Like, and that's why I'm, I'm always super hesitant sometimes to speak because I know my language, but I also know my age. And sometimes I feel like it would be hard for me to connect with, um, I guess, people my age or young people, period, or anybody. Because, like, I'd rather talk about real life. Like, if I could, you could give me one line. From the Bible, and I will turn it into a story. Okay, but it's like I don't know how that's received because I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know no Bible from front back. <laughs> I don't even probably know the first three pages. Listen, but I know if I could, if I pick a quote, if I'm reading, it's gonna turn into something else. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm just trying to find like the balance of delivering that. So I'm actually no, I'm 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 up here lying because I already know what I'm about to do. So okay. I already started like a series on TikTok where I'm okay. doing like life hacks from the Bible. Okay. Nice. So that is like my way of doing what you said you was doing. Good, good, what good, you did. good, 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 good. But I do feel like religion, what, um, kind of like stripped the essence of spirituality, and it just, it's just, it just, it just did some things. It did. It did a lot of things. And I don't want them things to be happening no more. <laughs> like, I'm just sick of it. <laughs> so, like, how can I get my people right? Because I feel like, you know, it was one generation it was, like, holy sanctified. Then it's like my mom is like, we're going to be holy sanctified. But then eventually we might figure it out or something like that. And then my generation is just like, you either go to church or you don't. Like, it's just. It is. It is. You just believe in God or you don't. You right. talk about God or you don't. You think about him or you don't. Like, it's just. Black or white. Nothing in the middle, no in between. No in the middle. Wow. And that's just like, that's scary for me. Yeah. Like, this generation right here, this generation, this is the, um, we, we are experiencing right now the, um, we are experiencing right now the lowest population of people that are actually going to church amongst African Americans mm. today. I agree. Wow. It's something. It's just like, mm. how can I make it make sense? Because it's, a, I feel like for me, just really knowing and like having, I guess my perspective is like, 
this is like something we need. It's no longer of like, True. do you want to go to church or not? No. Like, this is not like a option. So what's church for you? And make, make, make church make sense to somebody your age. Make church make sense. Church? Make church make somebody like, why do I need to get up and go to church? Make church make sense. Because I have minds. So I guess for me, I can't, I'm not going to say I can't make church make sense. But before I make church make sense, we got to talk about, like, we got to make God make sense. Because I feel like. My generation is like, like I said, you believe or you don't. Like, right. it's, you either talk about, you know God, or you don't. Like, right. it's, that's it. So, like, develop, like, helping them understand the importance of the, your relationship with God. I feel like, especially being young and 24, in your 20s period, trying to navigate life, it's hard. You lost. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to navigate. So, it's like, how can't you have, like, like where is the lack of desire to just get help? I think that's that's where it comes from. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. You are going to get to a point in life where it's like, I need help. I need help. I can't do it by myself. I don't know who to turn to. My mother that's probably tough. don't listen. My father probably don't even exist. Mm. I don't know. I don't have nobody. So who you turn to? That's how I got here. Good. It just felt like I needed answers. And then when I look at the Bible as like the book of life, like this is the book. This is the story that's going to give you all the secrets. In that book, I will experience God for real. And then once you do that, it's like, I don't have to tell you. I don't have to convince you that it's real anymore. You was in a desperate space where you needed help, and you turned to the book of life where you met God, and now now I can tell you why church is important. Because, yes, you feel the oogly goos when you're reading the Bible by yourself. Yes, <laughs> the tears are flowing when you're praying. But it's something about being in fellowship. It's something about being something in fellowship. That transfer of energy is is just different, and I think that's where sure. I think, and I think that's where the anger is. Yeah, I think that's where the anger. And is. I Go think ahead. that's why I was crying for my friend. <laughs> okay, good, like, good, good. I know that you know God. Well, she grew up in church. Um, I don't. I never really. I never been to our church, but I know that her family's been going there for a long, right. long, long time. Mm-hmm. And the day she came to our church, her mom asked, "Like, you going to church with me?" She was like, "No, I'm gonna try another church home." Wow, that was like her first time saying it to her mom. Wow. So like. I know, like she's been seeking. Good. Like I want, I want to understand. I want to get it. I need to hear it for real. Like I've been doing this church thing for mm-hmm, a long time, mm-hmm. but I don't feel anything. <laughs> so, like to see her feel was like a. This is what she been waiting for. Like it's kind of like you praying. It's like God, I'm waiting to hear from you. Wait for you. Waiting okay, for you. Yeah, and it's like you got, I yeah, hear yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And it's like just to be in that experience with her. It was just so beautiful to watch. Like wow. I'm, this is the. And cool. you don't even got to come back ever again. But, like, just yeah, for just, you to have You, you that, heard it. You heard it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. To God yeah. be glory. That was really dope. What you got, T? I'm trying to situate the caller. Uh, uh, sure, sure, call so one of the things I've learned, I've learned to, um, I had to learn to make the word make sense as I was ministering. Because the reason why, and, and um, the reason, well, not the reason why, but I've started hearing and answering questions that, my parents weren't prepared mm-hmm. to answer, mm-hmm. but I had to answer these questions. You know, what does this mean? What What's going on? You know what I'm saying? And so um, one question I had, here, here's a make it make sense moment. Everybody, everybody for this? A make it make sense moment. I'm about, to, I'm, about, I'm about to have one. It's about to have one right now. Somebody asked me, somebody asked me, somebody asked me, why isn't um, money talked about in the New Testament? Like, here's a make it make sense moment. Like, in the Old Testament, it's always about, you know, he going to bless this and bless that and all this stuff like that and what God going to do. Why isn't money mentioned in the New Testament? And are we talking about money too much today? 
Why isn't money mentioned in the New Testament? And then I had to make that word make sense. But the reason why money is not talked about much in the New Testament, you got a few scriptures here and there, sprinkled here and there. I don't have time for any of the theological, you know, breaking all this stuff down. But just for, just for the layman to make it make sense. The reason why money is not talked about much in the New Testament is because most of the New Testament writers were actually running and fighting for their life. Mm-hmm. If I am fighting to stay alive, I don't have time to be worried about how rich I'm going to be. Right. Because there is a possibility that I may not be here tomorrow. Right. This is the the mindset of the New Testament leaders. Mm -hmm. Paul, Peter, these men were literally fighting to stay alive. Yes. They want to get that word out and they want to keep it moving. But- Old Testament, they had time to build, they had time to establish, build kingdoms, talk about families. They had more time to develop themselves as a people. You get to the New Testament, it's people now, there's a new faith, Mm -hmm. and this new faith don't even have a real name, and we believe in Jesus, and you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they got all this, and they are spreading this word, and most of the, um, the writings of the New Testament was actual correspondence. So we weren't even proactive. There was nobody sitting down inspired to write. Right. Most of them, oh, you know what the correspondence is. They had a problem and somebody was responding to a problem. That's what the letters of Paul are. They are correspondence. When you don't have time to talk about money, you ain't going to talk about money. But it ain't that they didn't believe in it. They just didn't. So a message like that will make sense to a Gen Z, Gen X, and a millennial. Because no one's explaining, no one's breaking it down. Like that. Why? Why? And they want to know. And they want to know why. Like, and when you say that, like, oh, yeah. Because if I was like that too, I wouldn't be. Right. And that's why money is not big in the New Testament. That's it. Yeah. But stuff like that makes sense. Let's go for it. Okay, Carl, are you there? Can we hear? Hello? That's <laughs> her. Hello? What she want? Hold on. Oh, here we go. Can you hear me? There we go. Hi, hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for calling. I mean, I I, I just wanted. Thank you. I wanted to um just ask a question really quick. I know it's getting late in the day. I don't have Lori, so she can stay as long as she wants. Um. So I was calling because I wanted. She kind of like already answered the question. Wait a minute. It's like a, a feedback. Let me. Yeah, we can hear you. Might what? have to um mute your what you're watching. Oh wait, watching. I know what um Facebook is playing in the background. Okay, so um okay, can you hear me good? Yep, we can hear you good. Yes, sir, brother. Okay, so thank you. Hi, everybody. So I was calling. I wanted to ask a one a quick question. Who are you asked this question to? Like the guest, Kayla. Go ahead. Okay. So, Kayla, you spoke a little bit about um, introducing spirituality. I guess what she was trying to say, like, or I don't want to say that. Let me back up. You kind of, like, um, said that you would encourage your clients or your population to um, develop some kind of relationship with a higher being. Is that what I heard you say? Not at all. I don't know. You, 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 what you, what you, what you want to say? Yeah, I didn't say that, but. What you want to say? Just ask your question. I want to ask her 
how is she going to introduce basically her clients to a higher being because you just said your generation is either God or it's not or whatever. But you know that you need a relationship with the higher being. So how would you introduce that or suggest that they get that Um, in your practice? I don't think, well, first, I think it's going to be well, I I mean, if you know my brand for what it is right now, you know that I'm a very spiritual person. So I do think that I will attract spiritual people. Um, But I'm not saying that I'm going to be encouraging or forcing people to, you know, be with God. I think that I just need to ground myself in what I know and kind of like, you know, just always come from a perspective, like come from a higher perspective when giving advice. And if the conversation leads to like, well, how did you become this type of person? Right. Or like, what okay. do you do? What are your right. practices like? Then I'll share. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'll ever be in a conversation where it's like, you have to pray every one. day. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm not mm-hmm. putting that message. I'm not trying to send anybody to, you know, like, if you want to go to church, sure, come yeah. with me. But I'm not going to make that a part of your plan to be better. Like, you have to pray. You have to go to church. You have to believe in God. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I just think that my job is to make sure I'm grounded. And mm-hmm. come from, you know. All right, I get it. Stay, I'll stay, stay where I need to be to be who I need to be for them. So it's more so All about right. my personal development, man, my spiritual development that is going to allow God to show up in their life and just trust that God is going to show up. I don't really have to introduce Him. Right. So, so you won't. So you trying? Are you trying to say that you won't introduce church, but you will encourage it? Uh, that would just uh, help me out here. I'm not going to introduce anyone to go to a particular church or a local assembly, but you would encourage it, or what do you? It sounds like she's saying you got to come ask me for it. You got to get you if you're interested. You're gonna. You're yeah. not gonna put it out there. Bite it. I mean, it just depends. I feel like every client is different. If it's mm-hmm. a client that's like, obviously they're open about where they are in their spiritual life, and they already go to church and they do things. Of course, I can suggest. I guess. Spiritual mm-hmm. practices, I can do that. Right. But if it's just I'm a, okay, definitely. But if it's a client that has not talked anything about spirituality or God, and they just simply want to come for advice, I have to allow Respect God to show their, up through me yeah. and not push it on them. Like, I mean, if they ask, right. then sure, I go to Course of Christ. But, like, I'm never going to say, try going to church. You don't think about going to church? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I don't, I know how people feel about, Religion, I'm not going to lie. Like, some people are right. not. You say that, you say God, religion, anything is just immediate turn off. And I feel like I've been gifted with a way of, like, allowing God to show up through me enough to not have to say it. Because that word can be very scary for people. Or, like, just the right. conversation about church in general can be very just, you know, a little. Yeah. I mean, kind of, no, I understand yeah. it. I can, I definitely see you um, encouraging or doing affirmations in the session or something like that, which, of course, is um, a part of spirituality. So I can see that more than... Sorry, we need people in church. Sorry. No, you you, don't be doing that. Yeah, no, I was about to say that. Like, I, of course, affirmations. You heard what I said, Jay. I I I didn't hear. (laughs) I couldn't hear you say it again. I was saying, I was saying, you you can't say, I see you doing affirmations, encouraging this, encouraging that. Because... It, it, it's not for it's not for a person to say what another person need at the moment. 
no, you, 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 you heard me wrong. Help me out here. Cause you said, you said, cause I can see you doing affirm, encouraging affirmations and stuff like that. Versus. Versus. Saying go to church. Like yeah. that would okay. be my reason- way of weaving. But um, what I'm, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, what I, what I'm saying is be open to whatever you are given at the moment, because some people need to be in the fellowship. Some people. No, I get that. Yeah, but that's what I understand. I, it. Yeah. So what were you saying? I, I'm, I was just simply asking her her take on how would she get somebody to develop a spiritual relationship or a relationship with a higher power. That's all, because that is that, that is very important in your journey of in, in growth, like period. If I didn't say religion. I said some kind of relationship with a higher being. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and I said, and I thought about that because of her experience in Forex. And Forex had people that did not go to church at all, had no um, relationship. Family wasn't in church, but their principles, one of their core principles was meditation, no, excuse me, spirituality and spiritual growth. And even though people didn't understand what it was, they knew how they, they heard the word manifest and they got to learn affirmations and stuff like that. So, I saw with my own eyes how a lot of young people were um, getting a relationship with a, with a higher being, God, or what have you, because through that um, platform, that's all I'm asking her. Like, how would you implement? And I, Caleb, I know you understand what I'm saying because you were involved in Forex and you, you see what I'm saying about people that didn't have any relationship and how they were able to attract them with that because they knew the importance of that piece yeah i feel like i feel like manifest like like affirmation manifestation all of that stuff is kind of like the real work behind spirituality or like yeah having a spiritual relation or like yeah so it's like if i could show you the real life like the the part that like so because first we're talking about church going from bible to real life that's kind of like doing the backwards approach. Okay. I'm going to teach you real life, then I'll show you the Bible. But that also kind of pointed out huh. when you said how um, earlier, I don't know, see, I got to get savvy with my Bible life. But um, <laughs> you said that Jesus delivered the word, like he blessed the he, people you, first the miracles and first. then preached the word. Yeah, he, he miracles then the word. Yeah, it's kind of like that. If I could teach you the importance of believing in yourself or just the power mm-hmm. of belief and the power of vision and power of affirmations and the power of affirmation, I won't have to convince you that God is real. So, of course, you're going to sit down and listen to the word. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, that's your approach. That yeah. answered my question. That, that was my question. You answered my question. Girl. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> she heard Look, That's all she wanted. She just wanted to sure, that... make sure Fliggins is not converting her daughter into a preacher. That's what oh, she, God. she was just making sure Fliggins is not converting my daughter into an evangelist. That she's called in to make sure she called oh, in. My. No, nope, nope, nope. She's with me. Hallelujah. And it is what it is. That's crazy. <laughs> to She's God be the glory. <laughs> she might call back. Hold up. <laughs> Not really. But no, I understand even the um, being in the field that, you, that you're that you in, that you have to respect people's boundaries as, as well, especially like in this generation. Like it was a time where you can kind of just walk up to somebody, hey, do you know God? I mean, don't get me wrong. You yeah. can do that. But the approach, the approach may, will be different for each person yeah. that you deal with you yeah, have to I think respect those boundaries it's like because it's i really care about them getting it yeah so i care about how i can get them to get it mm-hmm. and i know that throwing church down that throw is not going to get them to get it 
it's going to turn them off, if anything. Got it. Mm. And I don't need you turned off because it's a lot more hard. It's a lot more work for me to get you turned back on and for you to get it. So I'd rather spend my energy and my time on figuring out how I can get you. Like, I just, I have to speak a language that you recognize. Mm -hmm. And that's what sets my classroom apart from everybody else. I speak a language that my students can recognize. I'm not in here trying to be. Miss Big Bad Wolf. Like, I am not. I mm -hmm. am here to teach you a little bit of algebra mm -hmm. and also show you that life going to teach you anyway. So I'm not forcing you to put your phone away. I'm not forcing you to come to class every day. I'm not. I am not doing all of that. Because mm. the truth is, you either going to listen and, you know, reap the benefits of listening or you're not going to listen and life is going to teach you anyway. Yeah. Got it. So it's like, why would I, you know, kind of like destroy the relationship I could have or my effectiveness? For you by just making you not like me. Y'all not kids. You, yeah, treat, yeah, yeah, you yeah. throw them off one time, you ain't never going to get them again. I can't. I know what I carry. I can't afford that. You can't afford that. Because right. you don't know when you're going to need me again. Mm. And I don't know when I'm going to need you. Mm. So it's like I read the, I'm being gentle in my relationships by just trying to figure them out. Trying to speak to them as a human. I think that's another thing too. It's like a lot of teachers, a lot of people with power over these little kids. It's like a power struggle because you want to be the boss. I don't want to be the boss. <laughs> I don't want to be it. the boss. Got it. I want you to respect me enough to know, like, I just know a little bit more than you. And if you listen a little bit longer, you're going to save yourself a lot of time, energy, and pain. Mm. That's mm. it. Like, I don't really have a big torn the two. I don't want to do that. Right. I just want to be cool. Okay. And yeah. help you. Right. <laughs> that's it. Anything to No, she answered it. Okay, good. So I've learned, I, so and 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 that's what I've learned. I've learned as a pastor, as a pastor, I've learned that um, it it in 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 that way that more people are attracted to who you are, and what you have, and how well you can relate to them, mm -hmm. and that attraction right there will awaken them to um, wherever you want to, wherever wherever you can sort of steer them if you choose to. Um, I, I have another statement: if you can't trace them, people you like, you can't trust them. Yeah. So if I can't trace you, I can't trust you. So I would like to know who you are um, outside of a certain circle. I would like to know who you are. You know, uh, when we're talking one on one, you know, mm -hmm. and I and can you and can you develop a sense of um, selfhood so that when you ever dealing with anybody, you don't have to put on a mask. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. You don't have to change your voice. You don't have to become this preacher, this elder. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You, 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 you get what I'm saying? And I had to learn this. I had to learn this. And I learned this. And I've learned to be myself. And in being myself, the Lord then can move through me. And and I'm one of the things I do is I'm trying to teach my people, and I'm teaching everybody, even you, Kayla, I'm teaching you to grab all of your experiences. Every time you're trying to get an understanding of something or trying to work through something, grab an actual experience. Even if it seems like it's, it's um, uh, insignificant. That experience, and learn how to bottle that. I remember the first time I, I remember the first time I went to the hospital and, um, and there was a lady I went, and it changed me. This, this certain things changed me. And this come to my mind. I went to the hospital one day, y'all, and true story. All my stories are true and real, by the way. I don't make anything up and I don't have to. Went to the hospital. Lady, my brother said, my bad, one of my friends' mother is dying. They want a pastor to get there before she passed away. And so I went there. I went to, I believe it was St. Agnes, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. St. Agnes, fifth floor. And I had to wear a whole the, the whole the whole suit. 
you know, mm-hmm. everything, cover everything. Oh, this was doing COVID? No. Oh, okay. Before COVID. Way before, way oh, before oh, COVID. Oh, okay. I was absolutely in the doorway. Oh, wow. It was a long okay. time ago, like eight years ago. And um, I had all this stuff on, and they said, um, she don't have long. And they made me put a whole, I'm, I'm, looking like, I'm looking like one of the doctors. I go in there, and um, I dropped my mask down just a little bit, let, her see, let the lady see me. And she was just, and all I did was grab her big toe and says, you have never seen a preacher this cute. <laughs> she laughed, and <laughs> when I left, the daughter said, I never prayed for her. Mm-hmm. All I said to her was, you never seen a preacher this cute. And I, and I remember shaking her toe, her big toe, an older lady. She just, <laughs> I just saw her laugh. And after she laughed, I left. The mother called, the, the, the daughter called my brother and says, my mother won't stop laughing. Wow. A week later, they says, my mother is in another unit. Wow. A month later, the mother went home. I never said one prayer. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I went to the hospital and I didn't know what to say. So now I'm learning, I'm learning the art of now being used by God, but God is also using me in the sense of every experience, you're going to have to grab something. When you did your music, I felt, what did you learn? I, okay, we happy, you did it. Okay, fine. What did you what did you grab from that experience? You're doing Forex, what stuck out? Like give me one moment. You going to school, one person, one smile, one look, one tear. And learn how to grab those moments and bottle them up and 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 preserve them as testimonies because it's not just for someone else, it's making you a better leader. It's giving you different nuances so you won't be trapped in this box. What box? You gotta do it this way. You got to say it like this. You got to do it like that. You got to go like this. You got to do it like that. And when you put those boxes in, in your mind, you feel like, okay, well, if I don't do it this way, I, I, I'm not going to be able to help them. You just don't know how you're going to help them at the right, moment. Right. But those experiences allows you the freedom to say, it's going to happen anyway. Maybe I'm just here just for to encourage. Maybe I'm just here for a smile. Maybe mm-hmm. I, you get what I'm saying? I laugh. I laugh. I may be here for, you know what I'm saying? Or some sincerity or some strength. Mm. I, I don't know why, but I know my presence will make a difference. Yeah. Now the Lord can say, I can use you the way I want to use you. Right. How I want to use you without saying, I got to do A, B, and C in order for this to take place. So I had to learn those lessons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I learned them, it, it changed my, it changed my understanding ever. It changed my understanding as a minister, and it also changed the dynamic of ministry. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So grab all those mm. moments. Kayla, all those moments, all of them. Wow. All, all of them. The little, the, little, the, little, the, little, the little kid that says, you know, you look like my aunt. Or just, just those moments like that, you look like, oh, go, just, go, just get to class. You know what I'm right. saying? For real. Those moments have to mean something, but those moments only mean something if you know you mean something. Yeah. Mm. If you know you're meaningful, then every moment means something. Yeah. Something. Go for it. It's just, are we paying attention? Are we, are we paying, paying attention? attention are we paying attention? I grab all of them. Mm-hmm. I grab as many as I can. I swear I do. I grab as many as I can. And, I, and then I, and I fill the story in. I feel like it's like living in a space of reflection. Like, mm-hmm. 
I live in that space. Like reflection is not something that I do. It's like a part of who I am. And it's like sometimes I find myself trying to make something out of something. Like not forcing a narrative, but like forcing myself to think beyond what happened. So I could come up with something that can kind of push me forward. Like anything. Like kind of like if you're going to do a dark time, seeking that light. Like sometimes you got to get creative. It's light somewhere. You better figure it out. <laughs> because if you get stuck in the dark, you're going to be in the dark. Yeah. How what is, How's that motivating me to get through? It's not. Right. So I'd rather sit in the dark enough to say, oh, I see a light a little bit. I don't know. It's coming through. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's coming from somewhere. But if I had, that's the work that I choose to be in, though. Good. I choose to do that. All right. But yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any any closing remarks? Any closing words? We're going to let everybody give a closing remark. Yes. Go ahead. Go for it. Give us a closing remark. Then Ted, give a close, and I'll close it out. So as mentioned earlier, I am hosting a Girl Talk event for young adults, um, the only real requirement is that you have to be 18. Um, so 18 and older, I do have a registration link out. I will give it to you. Okay. Um, and I also have a flyer for the event. So I'll post a flyer. Um, well, yeah, we'll post a flyer. And then also have you'll have access to the registration link. So go ahead. It's just a couple of questions just for me to kind of get a insight of who's going to be there, what type of space we need. Um, it is a question about food allergies. So for those that like a little snack, <laughs> yeah. we will have that as well. But I'm definitely looking forward to just women interested in coming out, talking amongst like-minded women, you know, to have a really deep, serious, and powerful conversation. It's going to be a good time. I'm really excited. Excellent. I'm so excited about this. Excellent. Good, 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 good. Kudos to you. Yes, for seriously. We make sure we post that and promote as much as we can too. Um I, yeah, please. I think that um first it was a pleasure having you on again. Awesome. Um I think that there will be a lot of leaders um that will we talked about leaders a little bit, but a lot of leaders that will um really connect with a lot of the things that you said, a lot of and a lot of the conversation in general. Um, I think that a true leader, in my opinion, one of one of the qualities or one of the um, things that stick out characteristics is is that voice that just kind of can't be silenced, like that vision that's put out there that you just can't you can't you can't put the lid on it, um, regardless if it's not like working out. It seems like it's going another route. It just can't be silenced, and I think that leaders um, have that have that in them there's there's that voice that just has to get out of there the vision that just has to go forth and sometimes when the environment doesn't quite accept it or it, they just don't get it which I guess they're not supposed to get it it just it, it it still doesn't go anywhere and so it can cause that little bit of frustration like you were saying so I think that um people that were listening to the conversation got a got a good insight on what that looks like and how to kind of change that for themselves so thank you thank you all right. We got everybody out the way. Everybody, this was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. All right. Her name, your name, Kayla. You got a middle name? Okay. <laughs> Kayla. I wonder what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kayla. Ghetto. Okay. No. <laughs> Kayla Stringfield is her name. Kayla Stringfield, everybody. Old. Kayla Stringfield is her name. Yes. Um, uh, we, we, we're on a segment called Unfinished Business. Yes. 
So we had a group of people come on last year, and they they were not, they were not finished, or they had some things they talked about and didn't mm-hmm. complete, or some things they should have said or should not have said, and they are saying it again, or they give an understanding as to why they said it in the first yes, place. Yes. Hey, whatever it is, this is unfinished business. We are right here in this season, yes. unfinished business. Those who've been on the program before, y'all come back unfinished business. Business. That's what this is. Now, do you feel like you got the business finished? You got it out there. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unfinished business. So what I'm what am I gonna say? I remember Kayla said something today. She said um there was a difference between the covenant and the contract. She told me I was I was ministering covenant and contract. And um uh, I told the church a couple weeks ago, covenant is not a contract. Contract is a negotiation. Mm-hmm. God wasn't negotiating. God was given a covenant. Here is what I want you to do, and what is a covenant? A covenant is when God reveals himself to man, then acts for man's participation. Mm-hmm. Or rather gives a requirement for man's participation. God reveals himself, then say, guess what? I want you part of this plan. Yeah. That's the covenant, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not a it's not a it's not a contract. Contract is, hey, will you do this for this and that for that? No. God said, I'm gonna reveal my plan and I want you to be a part of it. Either with it or not. Yeah. You're gonna be and then so God says, and this is what God says. God says, um, yes or no. Mm-hmm. The choice is yours. However, here are the conditions for yes. And, and here are the conditions for no. And that's a covenant. If you say no, here are the conditions. Mm. If you say yes, here are the conditions. And that's our Bible. Yeah, that's true. That's what it is, y'all. So choice is yours. But the Lord said, I reveal myself and I want you to be a part of the plan. Mm. That's how y'all define covenant. So we kind of got to deal with this as people who has a mark of greatness on their lives and have to sort of push through their own individuality, have to push through their own environments, had to get through their own self-aggrandizement and have to deal with their own flaws. We got to push through, we got to push through all this, y'all. We got to get through all this to get to a place that said, you know what? This is what is who I am and I'm a pastor. So I'll say, and this is what the Lord want me to do. This is what I'm called to do. Yeah. And I got to push through and make this happen. And so to God be glory. That's what we discussed today. I am glad about this. May God bless everybody. Um, announcements. Um, the month of March, the month of March, I'll be starting a new series. And a new series begin on the book of Job. Yes. We'll be dealing with the book of Job in the month of March. Everybody come out. Everybody listen, grab it in the book of in the month of March. I will be unfolding. Well, beginning in the month of March, I'll be unfolding the book of Job, learning mm. how to be stable in instability. Mm. That's gonna be good. Learn how to be stable in in instability. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Just learn yes. how to do it. We got to learn how to be stable in instability. Mm-hmm. So that's will be the that that is mm-hmm. going to be the the groundwork, the framework from which we're going to paint this picture of Job's life, so the believer will know how to just, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yes. We'll learn what it is and what it looks like, and, yes. and, and what we should do. That's what we're going to start in the book mm. of Job in the book in the, in, the, in the book of Job in the month of March. So uh, I need y'all to do this and be a part of this and log on to Court Vision. Yes. Log on if you can't make it. If you can, 1831 Northgate Street. Uh, be a part of this. I'm Baltimore, Maryland, 21213. Okay. Now, I have something. I have a, um, a business called uh, Libba. 
Love Investors Benefit Association. Yes. Hey, I need all my friends. Uh-huh. Love it. I need my friends. I need my brothers, my sisters. Y'all listening to me. I need y'all. This year, we got a big announcement coming this year. Yeah. Love Investors Benefit Association. Last year, we celebrated my mom. Yes. This year, we have a new person to celebrate. We want to let y'all know yes. uh, who we are celebrating this year. But this is going to be a good, uh, I, I like, the, I, I use the word good, but good is not good enough. But my good means suitable. Okay. This going to fit. This is going to be where it's supposed to be. You get okay, what I'm yes, saying? Yes. So, yeah, so that's why I use that word. So, I kind of need everybody to be a part of this. $20 a month. That's what we're asking for. We are blessing people who want to start a business or who are starting a business and need a little push. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. Love Investors Benefit Love Association. Investors Benefit I need my family, need my friends to donate $20 a month. And guess what? It could be you. It could be you. You hear what I just said? It could it be really could. you. It really could. Be giving the proceeds away. We are blessed to be a blessing. I am in the blessed business and our community. Mm. And one of the things we talked about last year was we can help people come out of trouble. Yeah. We don't mind that part. Mm-hmm. But when it's time to help people to get up, mm-hmm. we go missing. Yes. We praying. You know, somebody tell you the vision. We praying for you. Yes. But let somebody tell. You, let somebody say, "I got. I need a bill paid." We find that money for them. Yes. Somebody say, "I need to get out of jail." We yes. find that money for them, won't we? We get. We get it. Listen. But let. Hey. But now we. Hey. This is about people being better mm. and the betterment of our people. Let's do this. Join Libba. Dollar sign. Join Libba for Cash App. Mm-hmm. Y'all go to the website. Love Investors Benefit Association. This will be our third year. Yes. This will be our third year. Yes. This will be our third year. Yeah, isn't there something? Every year is better. This will be our third year. Mm -hmm. So come on, y'all. Let's be a part of this. This is at the end of the year. We have our bank, our um, charity ball. Charity ball at the end of the year. Let's do this and let God be God. All right, we done. I got all my announcements out the way. Okay. Thank y'all. Listen, if you want to come on next week, please call. Come on. Let us know. Unfinished business. My pastors. Call me now. My brothers, my friends, all of y'all. Come on. My sisters. Call me now. <laughs> I remember her. Yeah. Call me now. Call me now. I remember, I remember her. I remember her. Do you so, remember her? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hold up. <laughs> all right. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your strength. Give us a peaceful night and give us a bright morning. We thank you for traveling mercies. We thank you for allowing us to be who you called us to be in this day and in this hour. We are declaring nothing broken, nothing missing. Be a part of our lives because we are a part of you. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor for this is the day you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Love y'all. Peace. God bless. Yes, yes, yes. Make sure that you all check out the website. A lot of people have questions about living and the, the things that we're doing at the quarter crisis is available on the website Good. so join liver is www.joinliver.com and then everything we do here at the quarter crisis on our website is www.thecourtofchrist.com so make sure y'all check that out because cool. the websites have everything on it okay listen this has been an excellent episode thank you caleb for joining us we are your spiritual podcast station to the uncut unblocked and unscripted this is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side everything from a to z this episode will be available on tuesday all new episodes available every tuesday make sure you listen we love you thank you for loving us